Welcome everybody to episode 99 of the ADV podcasts and boy do we have a important and interesting one for you today. Someone's going to make a super cut of every episode of you saying that in every single one. Well, we always do. And don't worry, it's not going to be too serious. We got some good stuff to show you too, some humorous stuff, so stick around and probably just get straight into it. What do you think? Sure. All right, let's hit what's new where we talk about what's new in China. And we've got a big what's new segment today because there's quite a lot that's new in China. So we're going to play something in the background and maybe you can explain what's actually happening here. So these are, this is two cities in China. This is Guangzhou and Shenzhen, both in the province that we lived of Guangdong in the south. Mm-hmm. And uh, some COVID lockdowns were just announced. And you can see right after the announcement what happened. Uh, people are fleeing. There was an expo where people started fleeing because they didn't want to get locked down in the same place for mass testing, which takes hours and hours, potentially days. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the people in Shenzhen that were on the left were sneaking out of a building and trying to get away from the police lockdowns. I believe thousands of people were trying to escape the massive lockdown. I mean, you, you see, China has this uh, zero COVID policy, as they call it. Okay. And they're very strict about it, but it's, it's over the top. It really is over the top. So if, if, if somebody is found to have tested positive in an area, for instance, or they suspect someone has COVID in that area, they will lock the entire area down. Mm-hmm. Now, that means everybody there is stranded for days, hours, days, months. It depends on the severity of the situation and what they do. And of course, nobody wants that. If you're in a shopping mall or if you're in your office or something and somebody gets COVID, you don't want to be locked down and be forced to quarantine in a hotel or whatever it is away from your family, away from everything. So it's gotten to the point now that like, if you've got a chance to escape, you should take it. You yeah, know? I mean, that's that's the logic on the and that, ground. And honestly, that's not what you see. You never see no. that. All you see are the success stories of how, how COVID has been starved out by this amazing zero COVID policy. Um, you know, and, and we, for instance, living in the West, take our uh, freedom for granted. I know that it, it varies in degrees where you live, but for the most part... You won't be in a situation where you're just out shopping or you're out and you go to work or something. And then the next minute you can't come back home to see your family for an indeterminate amount of time because somebody knew you had COVID, you know? Yes. Cool. Um, I have to say something. Oh, you do? Uh, Super chats are down. Super chats are down. So anybody that wants to send a super chat, you can. Uh, Go to paypal.me. That's M-E slash ADV China. I just put it in a poll at the top. Um, they're in and out. No, they're oh, in they're, and out. They're yeah, in depending and out. on depending on what connection you have, some people are getting them in, and some people are not getting them in. Yeah, it's Look, across all of YouTube. It's the lifeblood of our mm-hmm. channel. Your questions and the super chats keep us going. We very much appreciate it. So, if you are having an issue posting a super chat, consider sending a PayPal. We'll monitor that, and uh, you I have can put your you can put feed. your question in the PayPal. Yeah, so but of I have course, a live feed here. that's that's not the important thing. What we need to do is get back to what's new in China. So. Sure. Thank, you uh, thank you very much. Thank you for yeah. Thank you. Thank you for letting everyone know. Let's uh, let's move back. So yeah, the the lockdowns in China are not as clinical and as smooth and as effective as you may think. Uh, and once again, like I said, don't take your freedom for granted because you really understand what it's all about when you are locked in your apartment with your family for weeks, months on end. There's actually something I want to say about that. Um, mm-hmm goes in hand in hand with what China's doing right now. China's still funding massive propaganda efforts to show how well they dealt with COVID. 
and it's something that people in a lot of the world just don't even care about anymore yeah but they're so stuck on it because it, it's such a part of people's lives in china at the moment mm. because it hasn't really changed they made this fantasy that life got back to normal and everything was fine but then they went back into lockdowns and stuff because they have that like you said the zero COVID policy Whatever you think about that, it doesn't matter. The reality is that Chinese people are super tired of it. Mm. So they have to keep justifying to Chinese people on the ground in China and then also abroad to say, oh, look at all the people that died in your country. They ended up buying all of the propaganda that they were selling. So mm. when they said every all these people are dying and all this stuff, yeah, it was de- COVID was absolutely it was devastating. devastating. Yeah. But the whole point of that is people know that. It's mm. not some hidden secret. Everyone knows the numbers. They know what, tra- you know, the transparent numbers that came out of actual countries that documented it properly, sure. like the U.S. Sure. And what happened was China said, well, we didn't have any of these deaths, right? Which mm. is absolute bullshit. bullshit, right? So they had this propaganda campaign to say, look at how well we're, we're dealing with it. Look at how bad your country is. And they're still stuck in that mindset that it's rav- absolutely ravaging everywhere except for china because that's the propaganda that they promoted so they keep putting out these very heavily funded like documentaries all this kind of stuff which we'll cover at some point. yeah we're going to cover that soon when a lot of people just most people don't even care yeah you know i mean we could really just uh we could dwell on the subject but it's unnecessary yeah. basically um most of us who know people who caught COVID, I personally don't know anyone who died from it myself but i do know people who caught it quite a few people who caught COVID. But the thing is, in China, I know people who caught COVID too, but they were diagnosed as having pneumonia or having a bad cold or something like that instead. So they didn't think they had COVID. Yeah. Correct. You know, it's just a different way of spinning a story. So either way, we're moving on. Mm-hmm. So the next thing we're going to talk about is uh, this wonderful situation that's happening behind us. Can you explain this beautiful organization and what's going on? Um, actually, we're going to talk about this in Worldview. But okay. this picture is going to elicit that conversation because mm-hmm. wait 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 because um yeah we got a sessions yes we do so what this is is the two sessions it's the Lianghui. it's the biggest meeting that the chinese government has we're going to get into detail about that in worldview but because it was two sessions the most important meeting we wanted to play the two sessions anthem and the two sessions anthem is literally something that if you're an old fan of this channel you will know but we decided to resurrect it because in celebration of the two sessions, we wanted to explain to you through a rap that the Chinese government created about the two sessions, yes. which is when all the party members come together and decide the future of China. They made a rap, and it is the greatest to this day. I think we've, we voted on it. We talked about it privately. It's, it's definitely the best, best. the best rap. It's our favorite the best cringe rap. cringe rap out of the Chinese government's yeah. CCP raps. So just to put this into perspective for those of you who don't know, it's a very boring political meeting where the Communist Party gets together and and tells each other what they're going to do. Yes. Okay, and it's really, uh, I mean, of course, it does have very important ramifications because what they say there changes the, the direction China's oh, going to go in. It's huge. You don't but, usually make rap songs about the State of the Union. But because address. it's so boring and dry and something that nobody would ever care about unless you were a politician or, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, people in China don't yeah. care about the Anhui. Because they don't have a say. No. I mean, they care about the outcome, but yeah, it's not they like... They can't vote No, exactly. But the fact of the matter is it's so boring that they kind of had to spice it up and try to give it a youthful edge, you know, get people interested by creating a rap song. Jim Flagg just said, the two sessions song is not too bad. What are you talking about? Yeah. yeah. Do you remember? Because we're going to remind you. Yes, we're going to remind you. Right so. now. Uh. All right, so... 
I guess what we're going to do is we should play it out. So we play it out first and then critique it? Yeah, maybe we should play it out because okay. we're always interrupting and people are like, why did you interrupt that? Yeah, true. I have an issue though. Like, can people read the subtitles at that I think, I think so. Okay, let's find out. Got elation from inspiration Writing a compliment song for the nation While I'm talking about two sessions After wrecking in a section And into four sections To awake your acute vision And reduce tension Just settle down and focus on what I eloquently mentioned About a true essential for countries Finds the air, bears the weight of desire Every single needs to acquire Knowledge as human can live without a tire That's why we adorn and explore before we getting wiser So now let me show you overall this year's how we got higher You see we attain and in on the dark side of the moon On the hardness of soft like carbon dioxide in the ooze Joy of success is like a weakened car right round the pool Processing the light for the achievements tied up to the moon Sunway time for life like a primal light and the mind Unite all the dreams and eyes Was to be the fastest supercomputer in the world I guess nobody might deny Mission is a quantum satellite Breakthrough first ever if in my mind Launching the August Trouble in the space like an imposing eagle Still standing by Chow long time of birth Double feet You're coming for Anna Trench gun Nothing deep to come Near 5,000 meters Life is so deep In the magnificent one Roll Through my cards With the wild wild New life's never treating It's good to come Corrode Monkey king to the west Legend ever coming to the sky Y'all know it's time for Chinese miracle We've got obsessions We've got obsessions For the record Clumsy travesty gases, kind of ho hum allergy fallacy, making it extremely acidly generating native energy. Jeopardy, I should please get it away from our territory. Nobody should get in with a disgusting place. So we got 26 up from the permanent cast of the poverty, rich love disparity. I believe it'll be devastated and dying. Me. But finally comes the fancy prodigy. What a humanity just shit called the gravity and Six years ago when it merely sits 
just feel granny Peace of course, no one imagined for rest beneath Time bus, no light, bonfire set No way to get back, ringing projects Never forgone, bye Never gonna be the earth invader Forcing it into honey creations Gonna be the ready one player When in front of dirty balloon Jet all the rapaciousness Like shaking off that for all advices Long to the hanging garden So we turn the entire space into oasis We got sessions, we we got sessions For the fragrance we bless The world we show on fashion See we got sessions And show you Chinese better Turn the pipe on session We the 42 present We got sessions, we we got sessions For the fragrance we bless For the world we show on fashion See we got sessions And show you Chinese Well, 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 isn't Woo! that a classic? We got a session. I mean, you couldn't see us off camera, but we were just packing up. You cannot not laugh at this ridiculous word salad. I mean, I've heard this like a hundred times now. And guess, get this. Yeah. So they were, they were so proud of this. This was put out by all the wolf warriors. I'm talking about Chinese state media. They yeah. were going out there to promote this. Like uh, oh, yeah. Zhao Lijian, Hua Chunying, all the people that work for China's foreign ministry to go take this, which they put tons of money into, right? Yeah. To say this is going to make China look good. They put it out there and people were like, what is of course. this? And it got downvoted into oblivion to the point where Chinese state media unlisted the video. They did. Thankfully, we have a copy of it. We're keeping it alive. Oh, here yeah, dude. China. Um, we just want to go through some highlights here of the lyrics. Yeah, I mean, we're not going to go on about this too long because you've just seen the whole thing. It's pretty lengthy, but there's mm. some, definitely some parts which just bear repeating you know like the carbon dioxide in the ouds part but um the part about the pool oh i like this so let me let me okay, read that real quick. oh sorry let me get the light for the chim is tight up to the moon sunburn time will ice like a primal light and it might unite all the dreams and eyes with the weed of ash they super computer in the world i guess nobody might deny me sure it's a quantum satellite break through first ever if in my mind launching the august trouble in the space like an imposing eagle still standing by okay where is that quote exactly it's gonna oh there we go Dark side of the moon. Okay, we get. All these years now we got higher. You see, we the same heading on the dark side of the moon. All the hardness of stuff like carbon dioxide in the oceans. This part. So, what I like to think is that mm -hmm. this guy they hired because they thought he'd be a good rapper or whatever. He took an English thesaurus mm. and he looked up different word, like a rhyming dictionary. Yeah. And took every single word that you could find. I guess you don't need a physical dictionary. You could go on a writingdictionary.com or whatever. And took every single word. But then also came up with very strange analogies. For example, joy of success is like a weekend car ride around the pool. I don't know about you. <laughs> but number one, what is a joy success? I don't drive my car around the pool. That's what I was going to say. Has anyone ever gotten in the car and said, kids, we're going around the pool today, and they just did circumferences around a pool? Maybe it's a carpool. Maybe it's a carpool. <laughs> ah, <laughs> saving the environment. Oh, maybe. Hey, lower oh. the carbon dioxide and the ouds. Yeah, exactly. Oh, there's too many, but I think we've got to get into some of the ridiculous words that they use. Yes. So um, let's get past this. So nonsense. keep in mind, this is about the two sessions. So about Xi Jinping and all CCP staff to come together to make the future of the country. 
Also, what he's trying to do here is highlight China's amazing achievements, obviously, including cloned macaques. Which yeah. for some reason it's like, wow, look at we cloned a macaque. In and it made it into a rap song about Xi Jinping. Yeah. This Fantastic. Is about a the two sessions yes. political get together. We're gonna to talk about clone macaques. Someone made a good point in the chat. Yeah. Um maybe it's an R C car going around the pool. You know? Yeah, but then why would that be like the joy of success? Because you can finally afford such a luxury as an R C car. Congruous, like you know, new life is demonstrating it's cute and congruous. So the clone macaques are cute and congruous. Are they angles? I I just don't understand the, this these words. Monkey going. King. Uh, yeah. Anyway, let's let's move on. We got to find the more nonsense things that come here. I still the the whole chorus where's the fragrance word blessing. Yeah. What is that? What blessing? What fragrance are we blessing? And the fortitude sessions. Is it like incense? Maybe. Oh, wait, where's that thing about the pit? Oh, I love... Yeah. Nobody should get it. <laughs> so he's talking shit about oh. poverty. And yeah. he's basically saying Xi Jinping or whatever, like the CCP has conquered poverty. Right. And it's it's bad. So we're going to get rid of it. Nobody should get in with that disgusting pit. Yeah, you shouldn't get in with that disgusting pit. And then it shows it's like... It's always tempting though, isn't it? I see a poverty pit. I'm like, I would love to get in with that pit. And I think about this guy. I'm like, nope, nope, don't do it. No. Disgusting pit. see someone eating a thing and you're thinking pit. Maybe there's a pit inside oh, there. Disgusting yeah. pit. 26 stuff from the permanent cast of the poverty and rich love is parity. I believe it'll be devastated and dying. The folly comes to fancy prodigy. What about that? It's just shit called the gravity and gravity. We got The gravity. Yeah, we got his sessions. Yeah, I, okay. very important part is up here. Oh wait, the bygone sessions. Yeah, yeah what is a that. bygone session? By I the don't way, know. I'm gonna look up the word session. Yeah, and I'm not not session like s like c s s i o and tramp tramp the but what yep. is tramp? Put stand on it. Oh, Get like rid of trample. It. Yeah, like oh yeah yeah dude, don't forget this part about the butterflies in twilight. But the best part is like see the. That's very important. Yeah. I still, and we've talked about this, I always pictured a giant Popeye <laughs> popping out from the mountains, eating the larch. He's grabbing the larch trees yeah. and uh, like Instead spinach. of spinach. Is that what he's talking about? I really think, you know, like when you say something really pops mm. and you see like eye candy. Oh, and you're like, you know? like Ren and Stibby. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like 90s. I don't know. But you meet, <laughs> you meet satisfied Popeye. So, you know, he comes out of this building right. and he's all like, hey, Oh man, Whew, that was great. Comes out of a brothel or something. I was just about to say, you know I mean? totally Popeye. Please, people on our yeah. subreddit, make some fan art of Popeye, Popeye coming, coming out, out of a brothel. Because then you can meet satisfied Popeye. And you meet him and you're like, whoa, dude, all right, you do you. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I'm not into that, but. Yeah. Um, so he says, tramp the bygone session. The ses a session is a formal giving up of rights, property, or territory by a state. Oh. So how are you tramping on that? I don't know, but it, like Mama's calm and pure smile. Right. We and our gorgeous scenery are tied. Let's I, see what else. Uh, this is our favorite. Can oh. you play, play that line for the for audio this? listeners? Yeah. Oh, forcing it. Yeah. This, you know this nonsense. Necrophilisis. Yeah, it's getting there. But like this, no one imagined the forest beneath Sihamba's moonlight. Yeah, Sihamba's like a, a grassland area. Right. Bonfire. Bonfire is set. No way to get back. Set. No way to get back. Bringing projectors. Greening projects never fall by. So this never going to be an Earth invader. 
Get the hell out of here, then. (laughs) What are you just get out of here? It's not bulldozing everything. Yeah, never go to be forcing it into hunting Cretaceous. It's almost like it's almost like a like a kid does something wrong, and it's just haunting. The guilt is haunting Mm. him. So, like, let's say he goes and he uh, steals money from his mom, right? And he at dinner they're like. I heard someone at school stole some money from their parents. I would never do that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What this is. I just don't understand this forcing it into hunting mm. Cretaceous. What? I have a theory about that. What's that? What he's saying is, you know, like the Chinese government invades the earth and takes okay, all the resources. Okay, sure, sure. Yeah. If you do that too much, it'll make humanity go backwards to, to the, the point where you're hunting like you're a hunter gatherer in the cretaceous period maybe yeah okay eject all the rapaciousness like shaking off nephrolithesis i learned that word we learned that word from this right yes that's and what was it again it was some kind of like kidney stones oh it's kidney kidney it's like eject all the rapaciousness like shaking off kidney stones let's just get rid of these kidney stones you know when i hear when i when i heard that line i was like the first thing came to my mind i'm like thinking about pollution i'm thinking about saving the earth i'm like kidney stones you make that connection here's the thing though um no joke i knew a lot of people in china who got kidney stones oh yeah and oh yeah i mean not just local foreigners that went there too Mm -hmm. a good friend of mine it was really painful, I remember, because we were roommates at the time, but he was going through a serious kidney stones. Bad, yeah. He'd been in China for about a year and a half. Mm. So maybe it's because it's such a common thing in China that they'd use that. Look, everyone has to shake off kidney stones, right? But, okay, counterpoint, devil's advocate here. Mm. What is rapaciousness? Well, you know. I mean, it's, it's, I'm assuming it has something to do with, like, taking advantage. It's kind of like a state of mind. <laughs> Rapaciousness, mm-hmm. the quality of having or showing a strong wish to take things for yourself mm-hmm. using unfair methods or force. Yeah. So you're... Sh- you're shaking it off like you shake off you kidney eject, stones. You eject the rapaciousness. Correct. And then you shake off the kidney stones because the kidney stones are all that's left. Yeah, I think we have to listen to that line one more time just because it's such a beauty. <laughs> Let's do it. Okay, here it goes. The goal of China there is the Chinese government is to turn space into like their own. This is well, ours. No, you got to turn it into an oasis, an oasis, because Earth they're destroying the Earth, so we need an oasis to go and to. It's been destroyed to the point where they're hunting back to Cretaceous. <laughs> yeah, so you have to go to the oasis. <laughs> I'll go to the oasis. Yeah, exactly. Isn't that a Ready Player One reference? He already had a Ready Player yeah, he One did. reference. This is insane. The guy's not even bad at like his yeah. cadence or anything like that. It's just nonsense. It's, it's actually the ramblings of a psychopath. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's crazy. It's rubbish. But you know what? It's our favorite one. Yes. Just because, yeah. you know, it's always in your head. You're always like, we got a sessions. Let me show we, you Chinese manners. all the time. Yeah. All the time. We're, I think we say it every day. Almost every day. We got a session. Yeah. Like when you got to go do something, we always say we got a session. Yeah. Because he says, he doesn't say we got two sessions. Yeah, we got a session. We got to. We got yeah, a we session. We got a session. It's I'm like a verb. Still waiting for him to show, uh, show us some Chinese manners, by the way. Yeah. Well, yeah. one can imagine what that might be. But yeah. I do want to see Satisfied Popeye. <laughs> Me too. We've got to see Satisfied Popeye. See the larch rolling mile upon mile. Anyway, yeah. So uh, we thought we'd just bring that up because the two sessions are happening, right? Well, just finished. Yes. 
Um, and we'll talk a little bit about that later. This, to me, this will always represent the two sessions. Every time you hear two sessions, I've just got this guy's voice in my head. Yes, when I hear Liang Hui, I'm like, I will resurrect this rap, even though they tried to bury it in the annals of history. Oh, they tried to get rid of it. We yeah. will always keep, it'll always be in this episode. So guys, remember, it's in episode 99. You'll always see this forever. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, I mean, now that we've spoken about some nice stuff, we're going to have to speak about something a little more dour, unfortunately. Um, an update on the the uh, Shuzhou chained woman who just won't go away, by the way. As much as the Chinese government tries its absolute best to erase the fact that she exists and that there's a problem. Um, what we see here is we have a... What? Nothing. Nothing. What? Um, just, I'm still in the headspace of laughing because oh, somebody says when one session is it enough? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You got a session. You got this a session. Dour, yeah, so okay. Let me bring myself down. Okay, no worries. We made a great video about this, by the way, on my channel. Yeah, we did. Um, it was a, a blow by blow of everything. Um, right now, we're working with a group in based in China who are still following and translating everything that's going on with this. So, we will have an update for you. Because it's getting worse rather than better. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's really getting worse now. Of so what course, is this? You can play this video. Um, what we have is we have um, an art student who went out and uh, created graffiti. You know, if you look closely, he made it out of that stencil says "自由," which means freedom. Yeah, winning and other stuff. Yeah. yeah. So freedom and so he basically took stencils and he made this very beautiful uh, artwork. Now. Of the chained woman. Yeah, of the chained woman. Now, for those of you who don't know, it's uh, it's this human trafficking case that's really taken off in China um, because it's shone a spotlight on corruption and human yeah. trafficking that everybody knows is there. But, you know, it's very convenient for people to kind of just not think about it. But now this is really really put it into the the mainstream spotlight and it's been like a number one trending thing on Twitter, uh, the, the Chinese Twitter Weibo. It keeps getting blocked. The Chinese government tree keeps trying to hide it. They've hidden the woman away. They've arrested people who went there to go and try and talk to her, all that kind of stuff. We've got a, long, a lot to talk about as far as this is concerned, but we have talked about it and we will talk about it in the future. The important thing is, you can see here, he made this lovely graffiti, but he was very careful not to say where he did it. He did not disclose where he made the graffiti, okay? And literally, okay, you'll see here. Within hours of him putting it up. And he was worried, by the way. Yeah, he was worried, of course. He knew that this had implications. Yeah, so he was like, he didn't... Look, within hours, the government came and covered it up. As you can see on the right there. And um, the scary thing about that is that he didn't disclose where he did it. So... Who, it could have been anywhere. Any, it looks like an abandoned, you know, like building site or whatever. I mean, you wouldn't, even if you had all the intelligence in the world from that little photo, mm. you would never know where that is. No, but they obviously did know where it was and they went very quickly to cover it up. And why is that? It was because of the surveillance state in yes. China. All the roads everywhere has cameras everywhere. Correct. So there are cameras around and also, don't forget, cell phones are tracked. And you yep. can track the IP yep. of the Weibo post and figure out who did it and where and what. And, you know, mm -hmm. so that kind of thing. So it just shows you how scary it is. And it also shows you how quickly and how important it is for the Chinese government to quash, continue to quash the story. Because yeah. it doesn't want to go away and they're furious. And they, well, they refuse to acknowledge that human trafficking is a huge problem in China. They'll say, yes, we're going to stamp out. Look at this huge government initiative that we'll do to stamp it out. 
But you can't stamp it out when the CCP members are complicit in doing it. Of course. It, right? They're never going to ever admit it. No. Right? So they'd rather just stamp it out. We went through all the things that they, uh, the schematics they did. When this story broke, mm. their priority was not to find out who the woman is. Why was she human trafficked? Who did it? The priority was who who uh, interviewed the people in the village. Yeah. Who broke this story, and who spread it around? And how can we how can we stop people from talking about this? Yeah. It gets it gets terrible, and they came up with all these excuses, and then they finally said, "Oh yeah, we found out who she is." But then it's very easy to prove that they were lying about that yeah, too. Just to make it go away. Yeah. Anyway, so we thought we'd bring that back just a little bit. We can't let the story die. And there's some very brave Chinese netizens who themselves are not allowing that story to die. Yes. All right. So what do we got up next? Uh, this is just for, for fans. You can play it. Uh, a great new advice that we'll be bringing with us when we go back to Asia, uh, particularly uh, Southeast Asia or China, if mm-hmm. we ever make it back. Um, and this is to ward off all the milk dogs. Mm-hmm. A very key piece of tech that we'll be carrying around. It'll be behind our motorcycles. Yes. Uh, to, just in case the milk dogs come after us. Because as, as you can see, it makes them immediately turn It's around. like a dog whistle, basically. It makes, yeah. yeah, it really tortures their ears so they run away. If we have this. Well, I mean, the, the fact that there is a market for this just proves that what we've been going through yeah. all these years is true. That yeah. milk dogs are a menace. Well, the thing is, the, the great confirmation of that is people have been like, oh, what is milk dogs, bullshit, whatever. And then people will come in and be like, no, you've never been to a developing country before. You don't know what a milk dog is like. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And when you go, when they go on Google and they search what a milk dog is, and they're like, oh, here's the official definition. Here's the information. Yeah. It is a thing. Dogs it's are bred for milk. And yeah. unfortunately, they're incredibly mean. They're terrible. And it's like any motorcyclist or I can imagine even a hiker. You know, it's probably, I don't know if oh, it's worse. Man. It would be much worse. At least you can ride right away. Yeah. Dude, th- those things are like, I don't know, they'll murder you. I yeah, almost. Like this this guy yeah. says, milk dogs are so scary and sad at the same time. They yeah. Are. Dude, no joke. Um, one time, I almost got murdered by a pack of those things. A pack of milk dogs? Yeah, dude. When I was Why up was riding, remember there? in Zhengcheng? Oh, yeah. I used to go off roading up there. And I went up this one path, and there was there were like about eight of them. You know, all, they're all like puppies, right? But like mature puppies of a big breed. So it was some kind of were they like, milking age? Um, not yet. Oh, okay. But they were big, and they all started to attack me. And the one grabbed my front tire, and then they all started surrounding me. I had to literally be kicking them and pushing back and trying my best, and I had to get out of there really quick. But I would have been Green overrun. Dogs. Yeah. I would have been, yeah. It's 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 bad. They're wicked bad. Wild. Those, when you milk see those dogs. udders start swaying, yeah, then you're the just barks. like, whoa! You better get out of get there. Get out of there. Get out anyway, of there. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, um, is that the end of our what's new? It is. It is. So now we get to do a couple of super chats, which we only have a couple because only yeah, a few work. Yeah, not working. But you've got the um, the PayPal. The PayPal, yeah, which right. um, of course logged me out. I'll give it a second. So we'll answer a couple of questions, and then what yes. we'll do is uh, move on to our uh, take main paper. segment. Okay, yes, there's, a paper. there's uh, quite a few, actually. Okay, let's do it. Let's show all. Let's mm. see here. Uh, one here we got from Milky Chan. So Super Chats do not work. So this is just a reminder for you guys that came in. Super Chats are not working for most people. So go to paypal.me slash ADVChina. You can submit your question there. Only if it doesn't work. First, try a Super Chat. Somebody keeps sending a payment request to try to get money from us. Really appreciate that. <laughs> sure. That's not what we're asking yeah, for. Yeah, exactly. Um, anyway, so uh, where are we here? There March, we go. Today's March 11th, right? Yeah. Okay. So we got... It certainly is. Uh, we got... Uh, okay. Thanks for keeping us informed. This is from Ginger Snaps. I graduated with my master's in cybersecurity. 
in three months and I have referenced topics that you guys um, have shared for some of my studies. That's great. Oh, excellent. Bork, bork, whatever Winston is drinking money. What is that? Is money. Yeah, squirt. squirt money. Squirt. Don't make any jokes, guys. <laughs> squirt, zero sugar, grapefruit soda. It's, it's delicious. Isn't it's it? nice. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Um, Herson Preciado uh, says, great channel. I'd rather have a beer, to be honest, but hey, later, after the show. Keep up the excellent work. It helps counter the propaganda friends in Mexico that are fed about China. That's awesome. And Thank I do you. hear Latin America, Mexico, Central America has a big China propaganda issue. Well, China's wooing them, you know. They want, yeah. uh, they want to basically encapsulate that market. Jean-Christophe Briard says, You should watch this video by Peter Zahan on aging population and deglobalization that will ruin China. I think I've maybe have, I, I haven't seen that one in particular, but I've watched something about that maybe on, what is that channel that we, we Yeah, I know, I know the one you're talking yeah, about. Infographic I yeah, one. I yeah. can't remember now. Stuart Johnson, old doc here. Excellent. Um, sorry, it says not that. I read someone else. Yeah. I apologize. I just read the next guy's. Yeah. Um, old Doc here. I cannot forget Old Doc Slothington. Yeah, of course. Uh, for number 99, hopefully the Super Chats get fixed soon. Thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, John says, friendly reminder, nine notable countries have abandoned all COVID measures and multiple states and territories are shaving off death counts by a thousand. Mm. I've noticed that uh, there's been a, a complete kind of abandonment of, um, you know, most, most mask mandates and stuff yeah. in and around where we travel. I still wear a mask when I go indoors anywhere. Me too. Yeah. yeah. Just better that uh, way. Another John says, if you played Command and Conquer Generals, RTS, where you can play as China? Uh, yes. Uh, I, I like Command and Conquer a lot, actually. It's pretty cool. Brodian says, love your work. Uh, dedication to bipartisan slash nonpartisan will always be like that. Yeah. Speaking you. of partisan politics, I see the CCP gaslighting leftists in America while Putin gaslights conservatives. That is definitely a thing. Oh, yeah. Do you think they're trying to instigate a civil war, which will turn into a proxy war in order to take down America? That's the dream. Don't know how successful that would be. Yeah. Seems like a win-win scenario for both of them, no matter which side wins, America loses. Yeah, and that's why uh, China and Russia are fair-weather friends right now. Mm. It's because they have a mutual enemy. They do. The West they slash do. America. Mm. Um, Antonio says, that must be the Wuma they're trying to block the Super Chat. Now, apparently, <laughs> it's across YouTube. Yeah, it's annoying. Uh, Scott says, why is this rap in English? Is it for the China domestic market? As we said, it is for Westerners to be impressed with how amazing Chinese propaganda is. Well, that's that's why they kept showing all the like amazing things China has done, yeah. like cloning macaques, you know? <laughs> because that's the whole point, is to show off. It's a big show-off nonsense, you know? Yes. It's bragging. I'm going to rip through these so that we have okay. a fresh slate. Okay. Oliver Field, good day, boys. Long time uh, from Australia. If you're from Australia, first time doing a super chat. Last month, Drew Pavlou treated, uh, tweeted... Huge respect to Senator Kitching for using her parliamentary mm -hmm. privilege to name Chinese billionaire Chao Chak Wing as puppeteer behind foreign interference. Yeah. Um, Hang on a second here. What? Uh, I'll just get uh, get the next one. But, but uh, do you not want me to read this? <laughs> What's it all? What's it all? <laughs> but you just did. I know. <laughs> wow, you said. All right. Okay. Never mind. Let's continue. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, Okay, so in 2019, Bo Zhao tipped off the ASIO, so that's like Australian CIA. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, he had been offered a million dollars by Chinese intelligent operative Brian Chen to run for election in Melbourne. Uh, he was found later dead in his motel room. His replacement, Gladys Liu, was elected and currently sits in our parliament, despite mm -hmm. known ties to CCP and a mi mysterious $1 million donation. How likely do you think it, that these were political assassinations? Keep up the great work, Paul Sack. Uh, I, I'll be honest with you. Like I think there's a pretty high 
uh, chance. Oh, Can't, it's you know, logic, right? Yeah, just <laughs> just through logic. And we all know Gladys Leo is just a puppet of the CCP. So, you know, there we go. If the CCP vanished overnight, how do you think people of China would react? Well, they've they keep on living life. <laughs> oh, yeah. It wouldn't really. Nothing would change overnight. That's for sure. No. Mm. Um, Steve says, hey, uh, Winston and Lao Wai, just a small expression of support Thank you. in USD. But if this episode is disappointing, my next donation will be in Russian rubles. <laughs> Thank, <laughs> thanks. Oh, God. Thanks. I've been with you guys long enough to remember two sessions wrapped the first time around. Excellent. Thanks for making me feel old. Almost awesome. Done. Are you almost done? Yep. You sure? Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, Sander says, at this point, what can we do to free the world? I got no patience. What can we... I love the questions. Don't get me wrong. I just want to get on with the show. I love it. Keep it going. Keep going. What can the free world do to avoid Russia being shown Chinese manners and becoming a puppet state of China due to Putin's failures, being debt trapped, and switching over to the Chinese cross-border interbank payment system? Um, Sanction China too. Yes, correct. That's it. Like China is supporting Russia, and yeah. so you know we should if we're going to sanction Russia, we'll get, we actually get into China that. Too. Yeah, yeah, in the main segment, there's yeah. a lot of crossover and yeah. it needs to be dealt with. Mm. Uh, last one here before we move on, we'll get we'll come back. Don't worry. Yeah. Um, from Rainy, she is a I can say her name because she has a channel, obviously. Okay. Rainy draws. Uh, she's a Taiwanese American comic illustrator artist. If you cool. ever need art done, don't hesitate to reach out. I love to help. That's oh, that's fantastic. awesome. We will absolutely Thank love that idea. All right, guys, we're going to move on to our main segment, which is soft power hour. We've got a an, another big one for you today, mm -hmm. and of course, it has a lot to do with what's been going on lately as far as propaganda is concerned. Yeah. You know, let's uh, let's get right into this. What's this? So this is the top seven trending articles on Weibo. Now mm. Weibo, and this is important, is like Chinese Twitter. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You have trending articles on there. It means that the Chinese government has signed off on them. Yes. So maybe they didn't write the article, but it means that the, it's gone through the censorship board. They said, okay, we'll allow this to propagate. And in fact, sometimes we will allow this to continue to get bigger with our blessing. Yeah, they actually boosted too. Right. But remember, these are the most scrutinized um, posts on the Chinese internet, period. Right. When it comes to Weibo, that the top trending ones, that the government looks at those the most. Yes. Okay? Because those are like the biggest things going on in the country that people are discussing and talking about. So if you see something on this list that it's not censored, it means that the Chinese government already knows about it, has already vetted it, has allowed it to continue, and endorses it. Right. So some of these top... Um some of these top headlines, mm. right, that are going around China. In fact, the number one is that there are U.S.-funded biolabs, right, weapons biolabs yeah. in Ukraine that are being covered up right now. And in fact, yeah. one of Putin, Putin's main goals mm. was to make sure they hit those biolabs, those U.S. chemical warfare biolabs, to make sure that no dirty bombs, chemical warfare, diseases, and all this kind of stuff could be spread around. Isn't that the opposite? If you hit a biolab with a weapon, yeah. it's good, everything's <laughs> going to leak. I mean, look, first of all, we have to acknowledge that, of course, there are biolabs in Ukraine. Of course. Okay. There are biolabs all over the world. Yes. And it's a lab. I had a biolab in my chemistry high school class. On top of that, the U.S. does fund a lot of bio research in labs around the world, including the Wuhan Institute of Virology, by the way, with Peter old bullsack in there. Yeah. Yep. Don't forget, that was government money, taxpayer money from America through Bolsack's Eco Health Alliance going into the 
Fauci gain of function crap, okay? All of that stuff is from America. So yes, we know that biolabs are funded by America around the world. Right. However, the narrative is that Russia attacked the Ukraine now. The reasoning behind that was to get rid of biological weapons that the U.S. was creating. In their puppet state of Ukraine. Hmm. Which, is, of course, is complete bollocks. Because that was never on the table. There was never a reason. It's now just a justification that the CCP and, of course, Russia are coming up with in order to justify this invasion that they've been backing and that they've been endorsing. They have to like, oh, sh shit, we made a mistake. Obviously, the world doesn't see this as a good thing. What can we do to think of a way to make it seem like it's justified? Just I, I know, bioweapons. Yeah, I mean, my toilet's a biolab. <laughs> I mean, sure, sure. Yeah. So... Just a quick timeline here. When Russia invaded Ukraine, first of all, China's state propaganda said, no, there is no invasion. Yes, they, they still haven't to this day called it an actual invasion. No, not only that, they said there's nothing happening. There. Sure. They even had they had people out in China for state media show parking lots full of cars saying, there's no one leaving, there's no bombs. They were no also tanks. showing like a, a so-called live stream, which was just a loop. Yeah. Of, yeah. look, there's nothing going there's on. There's nothing going on. Yeah. There was like a loop of peace. Yeah. <laughs> then they then they said, okay, yeah, we back Russia. Like, go, go basically get bent, the mm, West. Mm, get out of mm. here. Like, you're you're not wanted here. Russia's yeah. going to see Russia's roll. justified in doing it's, what they're doing. We have national security concerns just like them. Our border regions are, you know, points mm. of interest for us as well. We, we get it. Yeah. Then it doesn't work out. China's like, uh, crap, they were supposed to take it real fast, and they couldn't. Yeah. They just couldn't take it fast enough. So It's supposed to be like a two-day, two- or three-day thing. And then people start asking questions. They're like, wait a minute, China, you're the one that always says, like, we don't get involved with national sovereignty or get involved with internal affairs. Yeah, don't meddle with internal, and, and we respect sovereignty and borders. So the, then they, they change their tune. They're like, what are you talking about? It's America's fault anyway. Yeah. We had nothing to do with this. Oh, so. it's NATO and America and... We saw this with all the propaganda, including a bunch of the, yeah. the shills and so on on Twitter and all this. They but it kept transforming. It. Yeah, because at, at that point, people are like, OK, that's bullshit. It was it was, uh, you know, disseminated by Chinese state propaganda. But then a lot of, uh, you know, experts on the subject were like, that's absolutely not the case. Yeah. And it's if you get like Germany to agree with America and all these countries to agree with American experts and stuff, then you're probably on the right page here. Sure. There's no room for disagreement when people realize that invading Ukraine was probably a bad thing, right? Yeah. yeah. Most most of the world is united on that. So, in fact, only three three nations abstained yeah. from condemning Russia's attack. Oh, what were those again? <laughs> I was China. Oh, is that China? Oh, uh, also South mm. Africa recently abstained in one of those things. Oh, excellent. Because well, I mean, and Good they they even America. they even said their reasoning behind that is they wanted to show solidarity with the Soviet Union because the Soviet Union helped the struggle against apartheid. Wow. All right. Well, that's a different mm. uh, story for another <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah. I didn't even know that. Mm. So anyway, uh, long story short, they, the the propaganda morphed again. Yeah. Then they're like, oh shit, how do we how do we deal with this, right? And like, yeah. Ah. Actually, we didn't take a side. We yes. never supported Russia. What are you talking about? Yeah, we don't take sides here. Everyone has their own issues and, you know. We're going to donate seven. In fact, we're going to do donate 700,000 US dollars to uh, humanitarian aid in Ukraine. 700,000? Why are they always so stingy with their charity, Taiwan, charity Taiwan, by the way, in, gave way more in yes. aid and sent medical supplies and 100 million NT. The, the aid, so just... Just yeah. so we talk about the big boys here, Taiwan wins that one just oh, because of, it's a small country. Yes. But 
the U.S.'s aid project is thirteen billion dollars. Yeah, China's is seven hundred thousand dollars. I'm not talking about thirteen million, thirteen billion dollars. Yeah, yeah. seven hundred thousand dollars. Think about that for a it's second. Quite a big difference. So that aside, China, well, if you think about it, there's probably more than thirteen billion dollars that they've given to Russia. Oh yeah. Oh, so, are you kidding me? So, That's the tip of the iceberg, my friend. Yeah, yeah. So China, at the meantime. They're playing both sides, and we found some really insane crossover yeah. with the propaganda of China because what they're trying to do is pretend like they didn't back Russia while they fully support the Russian economy. Yes, and actually benefit from playing both sides because the West is cheering on China a lot too right now. Yeah. We're getting really upset about that. Yeah, let's get into it. Okay, so we've got these top trending lists, and of course, on, on the whole point of showing you that was the the whole idea of the biolab thing. That's that's what everyone's saying is now the new excuse. In China, we'll, we'll get into trumpeting that, detail, that. Yeah. yeah. Now, here's another uh, piece of disinformation that was spread around on Chinese state media, CCTV. And this is a, one of these, they've done this before. And this is, this is initially from, obviously, Russian propaganda that's being regurgitated on Chinese state media. But basically, what it's saying here is that protesters, okay, I'll get us out of there for a second. Protesters... And people that are agitators are being paid by the U.S. government because, look, they're apparently, if they're going to take part in peaceful protests, will get 30 U.S. dollars a day. Okay. If they um, serve as a human shield, they get $50 a day. And inciting violent conflicts, they get 100 U.S. dollars a day. And uh, apparently this is a Ukraine mercenary tells the truth about the protest. It's a business. Before? Not conviction. Where have I heard that before? And, and you can see this guy's like, look, this is a gun that they gave me too. They gave me this gun. Well, he puts his finger on the he's barrel. He's not a very good mercenary if he's putting his finger on the barrel and the hammer is <laughs> cocked back, by the way, on that 9, 1911. Yeah. It's not a good idea. No. Besides, I feel like if America was going to give them guns, they'd give them something a little better than a seven-shot forty-five <laughs> pistol. Probably give them an AR-15 or something. Right. Anyway, the fact of the matter is this is the kind of crap that's being spread as fact. On Chinese state media. Yep, continue. All right, let's uh, let's get on with it. We. Okay, so this is the first stuff we saw come out of Russia. Mm. So this is before we saw anything come out of China with this in regards to this. So let's let Russia tell the story here on what they think they've discovered in Ukraine. Okay, let's take a look. What does it say? Подтверждаем те вскрывшиеся в ходе проведение специальной военной операции на Украине, факты, которые свидетельствуют об экстренной зачистке киевским режимом следов военно-биологических программ, они реализовывались Киевом при финансировании Соединенных Штатов Америки. Тема очень важна, и важна она, наверное, для всего мира. Будем надеяться, что удастся разобраться, удастся разобраться с этими учреждениями, которые функционировали на территории Украины yeah so they're basically saying oh we've uncovered that american specialists are running these bio labs for bioweapons now what a beautiful false flag operation yeah right now this is nothing new um before we get into the absolute insanity of this uh, mm -hmm. what this actually devolves into um this started to go through Russian propaganda channels, mm -hmm. which are having a hard time operating in some areas right yes, now. Yes. But that started to go out there. And, and you know who the first country 
to pick it up was was China. Of course. And so I started to see the same stuff, like you saw in that Weibo trending thing, start going through all of the propaganda channels in China as well. Yes. In fact, we even had some actual state spokespeople go out there and start mirroring this propaganda. It was mm. it's, it looks like it started organically on this on Weibo and like on the Chinese internet and stuff, but actually it was being disseminated through state channels. Yeah. But this actually devolved oh, man. into some more details. Here. This is crazy. So let's take a look at what this um, this Russian he's a Russian general yeah. is he or Russian yeah. army dude yeah. has to say. He said, we have received documents from Ukrainian biolab employees on the urgent destruction on 24 February of particularly dangerous pathogens of plague, anthrax, tula, what is that? Tularemia, cholera, and other lethal diseases. It gets better, though. Um, yeah, how are those spread? By yeah, the way? yeah, this is my favorite part. Okay. Um, wait. It's okay. It's in there somewhere. It's in here somewhere. Let's go. These are the documents there, yeah. that they've uncovered, by the way. Okay. Yeah, here the we official go. Documents, yeah. That same guy. So from the Russian Defense Ministry, the United States is training migratory birds to migrate from Ukraine to Russia and distribute bact bacteriological weapons. <clears throat> so, <laughs> you know, this is not something you'd have to worry about in China because there are no birds in China. That's correct. But apparently in, in Ukraine Russia, and Russia, there's plenty of birds. So you train those migratory birds. You go there and you're like, no, 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 no. Here, bad bird. Don't take a seed. Not the tularemia. No. The it's pneumonia. Like, yeah, this you time. take this anthrax. Yeah. Okay. And when you migrate, because you're a migratory bird, right? So when you migrate, you take this disease with you into Russia. Don't go elsewhere. No. We don't want to see you going south. Don't you dare go into Poland. Where it's actually warm. Yeah. You, yeah. you got to go into the colder yes. area. Don't you dare go into Armenia. Yeah. What's wrong with you, migratory bird? <laughs> like, seriously, come on. This is such garbage. Anyway, so this. Mental gymnastics crazy shit was something yeah. I expected from China. And I'll tell you why. They've been doing this for yeah, a long time. Yeah, with COVID. Now with COVID. Now we have some great examples. But this is something I didn't expect the Chinese government to fall completely hook, line, and sinker for. But then I realized it's a mutual benefit. Because what's going on is this is a mirror image of what China was doing with the COVID stuff. Oh, yeah. When any questions were pointed at China, they changed their tune and blamed so many different things now to the point where people are just apathetic about the source open, of it. Open the door to Fort Detrick. They you made know a rap song They made a rap it. song about it, yeah. So you actually had Zhao Lijian retweeting some uh, Chinese spokespeople from the Chinese government, by the way. A Chinese government mm -hmm. officials saying... The U.S. should give her a full... <laughs> go give her a full account. <laughs> give her a full account. The U.S. should give a full account of its biological military activities at home and abroad and subject itself to multilateral verification. H haven't we heard this before? We certainly have. When the bio labs in China were supposed to be open for multilateral verification, what happened? Well, somebody named Peter Daszak. I oh, mean, yeah, good old. Yeah. Um, he in impeded that and had a massive conflict of interest and didn't mm -hmm. allow a full uh, multilateral verification nope. of these labs. Nope. So it's kind of ironic um, that Zhao Lijian, the Chinese foreign ministry spokesperson, is going on about this. What has the U.S. been doing? What the has the U.S. been doing in Fort Detrick? And it's 336 <laughs> biological labs overseas. This is not something you can gloss over. Talk about trying to deflect away from the fact that Russia is invading Ukraine and killing civilians. Isn't it so advantageous, though? It's perfect. These kind yeah. of conspiracy theories put on by these authoritarian countries, like in this case, You're Russia like, and China, it's exactly the same. You know, they, they bombed like the women's hospital or whatever, the you know, yes. the children's hospital where children are being born. And you see the, 
the images of the pregnant women with you know with blood on them and stuff being taken out and then the russian state media says oh those are paid actors what is this is this alex jones <laughs> i mean there are so many parallels to that level what is this like oh it's an inside job <laughs> right you know yeah that's that's where we're at though sandy hospital was an inside job right that's basically what they're saying that's yeah, like russia that's what russia's saying yeah. is that oh they paid mm-hmm. they're paid beauty instagram influences and stuff that are pretending to be like pregnant uh, women that were hurt yes great and on top of that we got china saying oh look america what the hell does it all why does it always have to be about america what is this ridiculous american exceptionalism exceptionalism shit that goes on why is it that you've got russia killing civilians in ukraine but china's like oh america biolabs yeah what does that have to do with anything they waited so long for such a beautiful harmony and like friendship handshake over something like this to happen because Mm. now they china is using this to their advantage if you look at chinese domestic media yeah which we'll, we'll show in a second. Um, they're saying that COVID came from Ukraine biolabs now. Yeah. Now I mean, this is, this is the narrative shift. Now, now it's going to that, is it? And it's perfect because, oh, Russia destroyed all the evidence. Yeah. Oh, actually, they're just deleting all the information there, and it's a war zone, so nobody's going to be able to figure it out. Sure. Right? Um, and actually, this isn't the first time Russia's done something like this, by the way. Mm-hmm. Russia in the 80s claimed that the AIDS and uh, HIV came from Fort Detrick. It came from Biolab. <laughs> yeah. In America. In, in, they in said Ameri- Fort Detrick. Fort Detrick. Yeah. In America. The Chinese, Chinese propaganda never comes up with their own stuff. No. They claimed that the AIDS pandemic or epidemic came from Fort Detrick and the U.S. government on purpose spread it around. Right. In their own populace. In their, I guess to, to get rid of a certain populace. They, they literally tried to spread that kind of stuff. And that's yeah. what the, that's Soviet logic, right? Of course. China has the same logic, and apparently Putin's regime has the same logic as Correct. well. Correct. Let's keep going. Yeah, we've got uh, some fun stuff coming up. Well, I wouldn't call this fun. I'd wow. call this, like, disappointing for the world. Yeah. Of course, Hua Chunying. Another wolf warrior, foreign uh, minister. Yeah, the ha- hashtag US could easily prove it's innocent on biolabs by giving direct and honest answers on these questions. One, what was the US embassy in Kiev trying to hide by hastily deleting documents from its website? Why has the hashtag US been preventing single-handedly for 20 years the conclusion of a biological weapons uh, convention verification protocol? What is stopping the hashtag US from opening its overseas biolabs as well as Fort Detrick to independent international inspection? So this is the problem with this. Yeah. Is that Russia has a very disturbing history with biological weapons. Anthrax Island. And and using them yes. on populations. Mm. So this, again, remember we talk about projectionism. Something we see come out of China, and for, for Winston and I, the Russia thing is fairly new because we focus on China because we lived sure. there over a decade. But we're seeing a lot of overlap with this projectionism. When, when the fingers are being pointed at you, mm. you immediately kind of admit without admitting what you're doing wrong because you've already been guilty of that crime in the past. Yeah. So you say, no, you, no, you're doing it now and, and worse. Yeah, exactly. Right? When in fact, there's no evidence of that whatsoever. Correct. Right? Again, she continues. According to spokes. Spokesman Price at State Department Spocks, uh, the hashtag US does not own or operate any chemical or biological lab- laboratories in Ukraine, 
But Undersecretary Newland admitted the existence of biological research facilities in hashtag Ukraine. Who's not telling the truth? So this... Uh, and um, that's, by the way, RT, so Russian state media. Isn't it interesting? Mm. What's going on there? What, oh. what, is, what is the Chinese government doing? Yeah, the Chinese government is basically just showing Chinese... I mean, Russian propaganda. Hmm, yeah interesting this is yeah this hmm. is now we're going to get onto this thread because it's quite crazy i just wanted to throw something in here sure this is easily uh, talked about all over the internet if you look this up with yeah. experts talking about this the bio lab the definition of a bio lab isn't a is in a military research facility no the definition of a bio lab doesn't mean that they're creating pathological agents to wipe out no. populations they, they, right? they could be doing anything they in could it. be could doing do... cancer research they could be researching how mold affects breakfast cereal. Yes. Okay. So, but China loves this because it's perfect. It's absolutely perfect that there's some weird kind of conspiracy going around that Russia sanctioned because no, a lot of people have a difficult time uh, buying and digesting Chinese propaganda. But when Russia does it, now they finally have a bullshit crazy partner to yes. disseminate this stuff with. Yeah, exactly. So how about you read the next question? Uh, Hua also said, while hashtag Russia revealed evidence of U.S.-funded bio program in Ukraine, the U.S. Embassy has been found deleting from its website all documents about the 11 funded uh, Pentagon-funded bio labs in Ukraine. What is the U.S. hiding? So just, just to throw this out there, when we saw this happening in English with Chinese state media, we knew this was going to blow up. We knew this was going to be a huge thing. Course. Because this means that they kind of experimented and toyed with the viral articles going around on per personal blogs in China. Mm -hmm. And when that proved to be a success and people started running with it, creating yeah. this kind of information, they made it official. Yeah. So how did this all get started? Well, I mean, here we've got uh, some translations, which you can see um, from the Chinese Internet, from live streams and from uh, Chinese news sources and so on. It says plague and anthrax viruses. Russia claims they have discovered an American biological warfare laboratory in the Ukraine territory. The U.S. Embassy deleted all relevant documents overnight. And you can see that, like this, these comments, mm -hmm. okay? These comments have got, um, by the way, that was from K News. Um, Russia claimed they have found U.S. fund Ukraine to make bioweapons. So this is being put around Chinese internet as news from, from a news site. Got all these comments that are saying stuff like, UN and WHO, come out and explain this. I urge the UN and WHO to provide an explanation. This is a crime against humanity. Thank God it's discovered. <clears throat> oh, how many innocent lives would have been killed had it leaked out? And then they, Russia, should publish uh, all the details and videos, right? So, of course, what we're seeing here is People taking it as verbatim fact. Now, why is this important? The reason we put this up here was there's a clear timeline about how this happened. When the Chinese government can kind of uh, measure how the populace is taking this information and mm. how they're going to you know, spread it around the world, it's very important for them. So when you have a situation like this, it's a perfect opportunity to realize that China, when there was speculation about the Wuhan lab, when there yeah. was speculation about COVID origins, all this kind of stuff, it was shut down completely in China. It was yeah. a blackout, media blackout, until they could come up with their own narratives. And yeah. they've been telling their own people over and over again, it came from India, it came from America, it came from Japan, it came from Australia, it came from New Zealand. Yeah. To the point where the populace is like, eh, like I said, apathetic about it. Yeah. This is just a new opportunity, right? Yes. Oh, they let the populace run wild with it. You notice none of the official channels said, 
oh, COVID-19 came from the Ukraine labs. Yeah. They let the people run with that. Well, they do. They put out these little these yeah. little seeds. They yeah. allow it to blossom. They allow the entire population to grab onto these conspiracy theories as if they're fact. Mm. And of course, there's a lot of conjecture here. It's not, there's no proof saying, yeah. oh, this, oh yeah, America actually did set up labs to- But you can claim anything. Yeah, you can, you can say whatever you want. But just as you said, if there's ever anything in, uh, accusing the Chinese government of doing something, it's immediately scrubbed. Blacked but out. But as soon as there's even a completely unfounded, stupid rumor that's going on and gaining traction on the Chinese internet, they embrace it and they boost it and they want people to think all this nonsense. That's anyway. right. So there's just more of this nonsense about the, basically the whole biolab thing, yeah. which I've left up in the background if anyone wants to see. So what did uh, Zhao Lijian then have to say? So Zhao Lijian, um, this is again a Chinese uh, foreign affairs spokesperson. Wolf warrior, toad warrior, warrior, wolf wanker. He basically gets uh, paid to go out there and tell what the Chinese government's saying, right? Yeah. And then have it translated in English. So he says, uh, I would also like to stress that the biological military activities of the US and the Ukraine are merely the tip of the iceberg. Using such pretexts as cooperating to reduce biological safety risks and strengthening global public health, the US has 336 biological labs in 30 countries under its control. 336, you heard me right, he said. Mm -hmm. It also conducted many biological military activity, activities at the Fort Detrick base at home. Here we go. Fort Detrick. You they, know, they won't let it go. Th this is so ridiculous. So w what was the reason that America, what's the excuse America has for setting these up? Um, to cooperate with countries to reduce biological safety risks and strengthen global public health. So they're mostly yeah. disease research things. Yeah. yeah. So is there anything wrong with that? Uh, no. Is there possibly clandestine stuff going on in some places? Very possibly. Sure. But I doubt that these uh, biolabs in the Ukraine are chemical weapon facilities well we know why biological weapon facilities the reason you can look into whatever you want to look into but yeah. there's it's when it's too convenient for something like this to come out for both russia and china it's it's mutually advantageous at this moment to, yeah. to spread something like this then you have to be uber skeptical about where this is coming yeah. from and in fact it's just so obvious because winston and i have been showing how china and russia have been working together yeah. for their propaganda efforts and it's something we haven't seen directly before but it's very direct now yeah. Why don't we get into it? Yeah, okay. Now, um, there's this massive smokescreen going on. China, on behalf of Russia, has put up this huge smokescreen to basically hide the fact that uh, the Chinese government has been supporting this invasion 100%. Mm. Of course, um, they tried to deflect on behalf of Russia. Uh, by the way, what's this over here? Preliminary, the WHO said preliminary investigations conducted by Chinese authorities have found no clear evidence of human-to-human -human transmission of the novel coronavirus identified in it's Wuhan, China. It's, it's interesting. Just a, it almost reminds you of that time when China told uh, the world that it's you shouldn't shut down your borders because COVID's actually not human-to-human -human transmissible. And this was when they already knew that there was human-to-human -human transmission. Yeah, and, it, and it's not that they put that out. They got the WHO to put that yeah, out. Yeah, they got the so WHO. Just, just remember just, China's motivations just, here. Yeah, whenever they're talking about biolabs and whatnot, just remember. And you could also remember uh what i put after this as well okay you can remember what china did um 
here's some Jolly Jen, of course. Oh, Jolly Jen is covering everything up. I apologize. Yes, there we go. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Uh, China's cor coronavirus blame game now shifts to Italy. China suggests Australian beef exports may have first introduced coronavirus. Chinese officials blame U.S. Army for coronavirus. China scientists claim virus born in India. West experts refute. Does this look familiar? Yeah, so when China's talking about biolabs and whatnot, they obviously don't have a clue what they're talking about. They know nothing on this subject. It's very clear. Yeah. So, yeah, don't listen to them. Yes. Now, onto this main segment about uh, propaganda. Guys, because various Russian propaganda outlets have been either blocked or throttled in certain um, parts of the world, China has picked up the responsibility of spreading Russian propaganda on behalf of the Russian government. Okay, here we can see a China Daily official state media putting out a tweet that says, hashtag Russia has practically completed the mission of destroying hashtag Ukraine's main military infrastructure, including weapon warehouses, ammunition depots, aviation and air defense systems. President Vladimir hashtag Putin <laughs> said on Saturday. This is what you would expect to see coming straight out of Russian state media, Russian propaganda. But for some reason, here it is on uh, Chinese official state media, right? Oh, but it, that's just the tip of the iceberg, okay? Let me introduce you to um, somebody. Maybe you can tell people who this is. So I've been doing a long-term project on the female influencers of the Chinese government mm. masquerading as not being affiliated with the Chinese government. Um, and it's been fascinating because I've uncovered a lot of people. And this one just popped up on my radar again because of what uh, she's doing with Russian propaganda. So this is Miss Wow, or what they call it, Miss Wow China. Mm -hmm. And she's got uh, almost 1.3 million followers on Facebook. So that's yeah. huge, especially yeah. for a Chinese propaganda outlet. Sure. But masquerading is not being propaganda. Yes. And she used to be called Techie Rachel, as mm -hmm. you can see, but they changed her name to avoid scrutiny when they get caught. Oh, turns out Techie Rachel is actually just Chinese propaganda. Well, I mean, look, Facebook, for some reason, did the right thing. Yeah. And they actually showed, well, that's a bit small to read. Can you bring it up on here so we can read what well, it says? Well, it says Chinese state media, Facebook is, uh, <laughs> etc. It just it et talks about the designation of, yeah. of Chinese state media or government state media. A base, right. No, I, I, let's read it properly. Where is that? We got a we got a screenshot here. We'll read it for you. Sorry, we've got like this monitor all the way up in the, the corner of the room here. It's difficult to read sometimes. I mean, uh, let's see where would that be? I got it. Okay. Facebook has designated this publisher because it believes it may be partially or wholly under the editorial control of the state. Hmm. This is determined by a range of factors, including but not limiting to funding, structure. Excuse me, structure and journalistic standards. Yes. Okay, so it's very clear that she is part of the Chinese state media, okay? Well, Facebook has designated her as such. And if you were to listen to or view any of her videos and her content, you would see that absolutely she is just uh, propaganda. Here's a little taste. Hey guys, Mei Sao here. Welcome back to my channel. Have you guys watched Putin's television speech? I did, and I think we witnessed the history. The Russia-Ukraine crisis. The 9M73 ballistic missile launched by the Iskander-M has a range of 500 kilometers and has a payload of 500 kilograms each. 
playlist. What is a playlist? What you see? Obviously, it's a play payload. <laughs> what oh, playlist? Playlist. It's a payload. So what I want to point out here is her original thing, Techie Rachel or yeah. Miss Wow China, is literally supposed to be a non-government affiliated vlogger that talks about Chinese tech. Yeah, Chinese That's tech. That's it. That's it. Like laptops, mm -hmm. cars, like self-driving autonomous stuff. Why is she now talking about Russian missiles? Well, that's the thing. You see, now all of a sudden she's talking about Putin. And I thought what we'd show is the, um, uh, that this is actually quite a common thing that happens with the Chinese propagandists, okay? Is they get used for whatever is the, the word of the day, basically, yeah. okay? So here you can see she's talking about playlos. Playlos. Okay. What you're seeing here are all different clips from many look. different YouTube channels. I've just spliced them all together. These are paid influencers by the Chinese government propaganda arm, all going to Xinjiang at exactly the same time. In fact, many of them can be seen in each other's footage because they were all there being bussed around by the government and taken to these specific places in order to deflect away from what's actually happening in Xinjiang. Remember China's big genocide denial push where they got all these compromised influencers mm -hmm. to go out there and basically say that there's no genocide in Xinjiang yeah. because look, they go to a triple, is that no? It's a quadruple A A A A A A tourist site. By the way, in China, that's how it works. Instead of like a star rating or whatever, you don't say it's like a five star tourist attraction. You'll say it's like a eight A's or whatever. I it's like the more A's, yeah, the better. The better. So it's a tourist site. Well, guess what? Let's see who who happens to have been there as part of this whole genocide denial thing. And, you know, because it's a tourist attraction, now they are the paradise of the clay crafts. Now they are the paradise of the clay crafts. Oh, look who it is. It's that oh, old guy. it's the old man. If you didn't see that, we talked about him in the past, but that old man has been used in so much like anti, well, I say genocide denial propaganda that he's like the poster child it's not his fault no but he's just in every single one of the the chinese videos. government uh get all these uyghurs to dance around and, and pose and all these things and all these people that go get paid to go to xinjiang mm. to deny the genocide he ends up in this footage because yeah. there's only a finite amount of people that get paid to yeah. be in these like potemkin villages basically yeah so long story short miss wow china or techie rachel this girl that's been popping up on my radar for chinese propaganda mm-hmm is not just a tech blogger, she's a Russian propagandist now. And prior to that, she was a Xinjiang genocide denial. These people get yeah. passed around. Yeah, they basically get used for whatever, like I said, the message of the day is. And so this was a couple of months ago. She was doing genocide denial with all the other shills. I did that whole thing called China's Genocide Theme Park mm -hmm. Exposed, which just showed they all went to the same places. Yeah. They all do the same stuff. Um, so she was doing that. And then... She was talking about tech, then she was doing this, and then suddenly now she's like, Putin's amazing. Look at all this Russian it's tech. It's so out, and Russian out of missiles left field. are great. It's so out of left field. If you go look mm. at her media, you see like, oh, look at this new Xiaomi whatever. Oh, I'm driving the new Haval self-driving autonomous car. How dare you say she looks like Angela Baby's twin? She looks nothing like Angela Baby. Not anyway. even close. How dare you? <laughs> don't, don't get distracted. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. I kind of so, like Angela Baby. So. Uh, okay, that's fine. So anyway, long story short, the uh, this the shift. Yeah, I've been watching here go every time China's mad about something in the West, mm. they get her to go read a script, go to the contempt contentious area. Yeah, and now go basically uh, champion Putin, and she keeps rattling off 
each time Ukraine uses a big piece, loses a big piece of military equipment, mm -hmm. she makes a video about it, but she has no idea what she's saying. She's just reading a script. She doesn't even know how to say payload, okay? She's so saying she playlos. Everything that she's doing is reading a script. Obviously. Why do they call you? Oh, wait, yeah. Just saying, I just want to say the greater theme of this, what you guys have to understand is that this is Russian and Chinese media coming together because Russia is getting blocked everywhere. So yes. China's doing their job. Doing their job for them. I, I found it quite interesting that now they're the paradise of the clay crafts, mm -hmm. which makes no sense to me. What does that even mean? Well, I don't know. Oh, it makes sense it. in Chinese. Okay, okay I get it. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Okay, anyway, um, the thing is you find out that this all ties together. Yeah. Now they're the paradise of the clay crafts. Why do they call you Miss Well? Is it because you're beautiful? Is it because you're beautiful? So the right. So yeah, you'll notice that oh, one of the shills. The shills. They're all connected. All of these propagandists that work for the Chinese state, they're all connected. Yeah. It's like one big directive. And they've got a certain amount of people that they have on retainer. And whenever they need to do genocide denial, for instance, they call up the regulars and they all go out to do their little vloggy. Oh, look, I'm an influencer. Look, there's nothing to see here. Get ready for a bunch of, you know, the shills, as we call them, the paid CCP shills, whether they're Western or Chinese. Wait for them to start going on about the bio labs oh, in Ukraine, yeah, by the of way. Course. Very soon. They already are on yeah. Twitter, a lot of them and stuff. Get ready for the videos, though. Of course, we've spoken about Li Jingjing in the past. I made a whole video about these the gorgeous Chinese undercover propagandists. And here's something very interesting that we have to look at. Let's take a look. Russia-Ukraine war entered into the second week and three rounds of talks. And we've seen the wall-to-war -wall coverage on the global media. But there's something, there's always something being overlooked, ignored, or downplayed by the Western mainstream media. Is in a position to answer back. They have their own television platform, CGTN, uh, which broadcasts in English and has an increasingly ready audience all over the world. And that's why I'm particularly happy to welcome Li Jingjing, who's a journalist and broadcaster on that very same broadcaster, CGTN. Uh, but first, thanks for having me, George. I've been following your work for a while as well, so I'm really glad to be here. Now, would you like me to be the cat? Yeah, so, I mean, first of all, you can see that suddenly she's um, on her own personal channel doing Russia-Ukraine commentary. What did, what did she say, though? She said, oh, oh. The Western media is so biased. I'm going to show you the real deal. That... So if you follow her, she is a known Chinese propagandist that pretended like she was a normal blogger, by the way. Yeah. Completely so, normal. Take a look. Then she's on RT, which is, of course, Russian propaganda, Russian state media, which, by the way, has been blocked in many places. Mm. But now here's the fun part. See her personal channel, yeah. Li Jingjing? Yeah. That episode of 
this the cat Galloway or whatever mm-hmm. this disgusting man Schrodinger's Galloway yeah Schro- Schrodinger's Galloway um, is on her channel now look I can play and uh, watch that entire interview of Russian propaganda on her channel no problem there it is and she even says it's episode 111 of the mother of all talk shows in her description so when I go and search that and I find the official source which is you know Russia Today RT Guess what? Video's unavailable. You may not watch it. That's because it's been blocked. Mm. So you see what's going on here is they are basically by proxy. Um, they're, they're doing the, the job of the, the Russian propaganda. Can you go back to hers where you can see it? Sure. I just want to see that. I want to say something real quick. This is a fantastic analogy for you guys to understand that when China put their full backing behind the Russian government for the invasion... Whenever there are sanctions, whenever there's a problem where they're getting cut off, they've offered an out. So yeah. when they block SWIFT, SWIFT banking, yes. they offered them the union pay system, sure. the sure. chip system. Yeah. When they uh, block imports from Russia, like wheat or something mm. like this, they open it up. They open up the avenue. They reduce sure. all restrictions, right? Mm-hmm. When they block stuff, and this is what we've discovered, when they block Russian state media in the West for disseminating misinformation about a com- uh, uh, military conflict... China is actually actively sidestepping that that boundary. Of course, that and they're taking this the RT stuff and then reposting it on their state media, which is still open all around the world. Which is breaking the terms of service of these platforms that have decided not to spread Russian propaganda. Yeah. So, I'm uh, all I'm saying is action should be taken against anyone that's disseminating this kind of stuff. Yeah. And I don't know why it hasn't yet, because we've seen so many examples of this now. Yeah. And why do we not have a state-affiliated label on her channel? Where's the state affiliation, YouTube? Yeah. She, George Galloway, Kat Galloway, literally says she is a CGTN reporter, right? This is not a personal channel. This is yeah. someone that's in the party's propaganda department. Yeah. Come on. I know. Just put a label on it so we know. Exactly. That's all we're asking for. Anyway, you got one on Twitter. Um, what else? What, there's something else, oh, yeah, of course, that's certainly. interesting to see. Never mind the fact that you can't um, watch the real thing and she's puppeting it. But go back to the whole Xinjiang genocide denial thing and you'll find out that uh, there she is as well. Mm. Doing Xinjiang genocide denial. Look at how happy everyone is over there. People just dance. That's all they do. You know, and and, they hire the shills. The yeah, Western floppy shills. hat vegetable lords there as well. For genocide denial. Yeah, it's all about genocide denial. So you can see how the same faces keep cropping up. Here, I made a, a tweet where I said Russian state media has been blocked or banned in many places. So now Chinese state media and their propagandists are spreading Russian propaganda on behalf of Russian state media. And giving them a platform. For instance, King Ramses II is posting Sputnik and RT content. So if you take a look, our good buddy, the shill King Ramses II, even... Let's not call him a buddy. Yeah, okay, well, not just buddy. Just in case people are confused. Yeah, okay, we're just, you know, yeah. we're familiar to the channel. Yeah. Um, King Ramses II over here, he even says that this following clip is from RT and Sputnik because they've been banned. This is a, a you know, basically the, the R, he's got the RT. Um, and he plays it in its entirety. Yeah. So he plays the whole thing. Russian there propaganda. it is. So he plays Russian propaganda on his channel because it's blocked. Mm-hmm. Now, isn't that kind of like, let's say the police come and arrest the drug dealer on your corner. Okay. So you're like, oh, well, look, obviously what he was doing is illegal. Um, and they took him away because he was selling drugs. So because he's not here saying, I'll sell the drugs instead. 
That's what's going on. Here. Yeah, because that's, been... that's a good analogy. And I, I do want to say something. Yeah. When you have like go back to the Barrett. Barrett, by the way, just so you guys know, is a uh, Chinese propagandist. He's one yeah. of those Westerners. They pick Westerners because they think they'll make people believe them more. He yeah. works for the Chinese propaganda department. And what what happens is, is they'll make videos about uh, the Chinese state narrative. In yeah. fact, we have proof that he gets does scripted videos for the Chinese government and gets paid to do so. Yeah. Um, in fact, the same agent reached out to us to try to get us to disseminate. And used Chinese him as propaganda. an example, said this is somebody who we've paid in the past. Just so you guys understand. So when yeah. the Chinese government says, okay, now propaganda department all on alert, all on alert. We're yeah. doing Russian propaganda now because yeah. they're blocked. Yeah. They're kind of effectively throwing these guys to the wolves because these guys operate these channels and they obviously get to profit off of them, right? Mm -hmm. But at the same time, if something happens to where YouTube or any of these social media platforms say, hey, you, you can't do the Russian propaganda stuff, yeah. right? Then they get cut off and China's like, eh, we'll get another one. Because yeah. they're constantly training these guys. Sure. It's kind of like they this. They trade them, yeah. It's like they do. When they get old hat, they ch chuck them out and eh, get, get a new batch, you know? We actually saw one, one guy that used to work for the Russian government now works for the Thai government to suppress the protesters and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But then also on the side works for the Chinese government. When they get bored of them or they're not working as much, the propaganda, they literally kick them to the curb and then they go on to another authoritarian country. Yeah. So we're kind of seeing that happen that right now. We're very concerned that there's so much sidestepping going on that it's going to get lost in the sauce here. Oh, of course. Of course. So, you know, again, this is something else we have to talk about, Asian toss over here. What happened was... When the CCP changed its narrative, because as we all know, in the beginning of the conflict, it was very transparent that the Chinese government was very much standing behind Russia and approving of what Russia was doing. We are friends with no limits. Yeah. You know? yeah. But when things started to go a little sideways and the rest of the world kind of united, standing with Ukraine against the Russian invasion the Chinese government decided it's time for us to change our tune a little bit. Mm -hmm. What better way to do that to, to show the world that we've changed our tune? Because, dude, if you have been watching my channel, you've seen the kind of disgusting things that people have been putting out, Chinese citizens, about how they love the fact that, you know, Russia's invaded Ukraine. They can't wait because that means they can take over Taiwan soon. They think Putin's handsome and amazing. Um, you know, people should nuke, you know, uh, Putin should just nuke the West, should just nuke this. There's this huge amount of stuff going around in Weibo at the top of the trend. with those, state sanction. Yeah. Those guys saying that we should not show sympathy to the Ukraine. All this kind of stuff, right? And that was what was getting out there. So China's like, uh-oh. You know, because we've been encouraging that. But we don't really want people to think that's really what we think. So let's bring in the soft power. So what do they do? They get people like Asian Toss here to go out. and Asian boss. Yeah, yeah sorry. to You know, hmm. same thing. Um, to go out there and get the now completely flip-flopped man-on-the-street view mm -hmm. that, oh, no, actually, we're quite compassionate towards, um, you know, Ukraine. And, yeah, we shouldn't have war. And, oh, it's, it's totally fine. Because these messages that you see are only possible if they've been vetted by the Chinese censorship. So this is something that we've been uh, looking at for a while. I've actually stood on the side of Asian Boss until I started to see some very, very blatant bad stuff going on in the well, background. I mean, the actual evidence with the whole Taiwan thing shows you that they went out there specifically to find a pro-Beijing narrative because they couldn't find it. Yeah. They actually got, they actually had to get a pro-Beijing But that's just credibility, right? Yeah. With the fact that they are standing with professional cameras claiming that they are not allowed to do it in China, they're just kind of getting away with it. 
while they're filming people with full-on pro gear. Yeah. When we get the SWAT team called on us for filming camels, yeah. in today's Xi Jinping China, you can't go do street interviews unless someone said it's okay. Yeah. And uh, look, okay, we you remember our buddy uh, Water Meyer got yeah. arrested. Yeah, yeah. He got arrested for, for interviewing totally someone innocent. on the street. Totally innocent he was, interviews. Like, totally asking them about Chinese food. Yeah. They followed him back to his house. Yes. Okay? You can't just go and interview people on the street. First of all, if a foreigner, well, these they're not foreigners. They've got, uh, you know, Asian people on the ground. But if you start interviewing people about politically sensitive things on the street in China, people will not be receptive to that. Nope. Okay, a mob might even form, okay? They're not going to answer your questions. They're not going to be comfortable to be answering any kind of political thing on camera, especially not if there's like a professional camera there, you know, and a microphone. and all Or that kind of stuff. If, if they did, they're going to assume that the, the government board's okayed this yes. because you're not allowed to do that otherwise. You'll get kicked out of China so fast if you've got a, a channel with three plus million, million subscribers huge presence like that putting out anything about the politics of china because they know that's getting a huge reach outside of their control so you can only put out things that have been sanctioned by the government and that's why what you see in these videos here is exactly the narrative that the chinese the official narrative the chinese government was putting out at the exact same time you know if they'd done this interview a week earlier it would have all been completely different yeah i mean this is all again it's speculative so far, but we it's educated have, speculative. Truth. We have, we do have, and this is just to be, just so we're fair. Yeah, we do have people in Shanghai that are checking because there are a lot of people that are very sympathetic to what we do, checking if they've gotten government approval to do these interviews. It's yeah. very actually very easy to find out. So. Well, I mean, you you know that you also have to self censor and make of sure course. if. If you haven't gotten official government approval and you want to continue to not be arrested and detained and kicked out of China, you really have to self-censor. Yeah. So even if there wasn't an official thing, what they're doing is they absolutely are uh, towing the party line. Yeah, basically. That's, and that's a massive issue. Yeah, it is. So this is the soft power that we're seeing all surrounding the whole Russia issue. It's, um, you know, just to sum it up, I want people mm -hmm. to understand that if you're going, and that we, we can make an analogy with sanctions as well. If you're yeah. going to demonize and look down on and, and want to stop the awful invasion of Russia into Ukraine, as we all should, yeah. then you have to look at what's funding it as well, right? Yes. And it's quite obvious that China's helping Russia sidestep pretty much every single step of the way, not just their PR, which we've uncovered, sure. but also money. And yeah, sa and, sanctions. And sanctions. When you're sidestepping that stuff, you have to hit the person that's that's also sanctioning them. I'm not talking about, oh, let's bully China into the ground, right? I know a lot of people have a lot of things tied up in China, the manufacturing, all this kind of stuff. I get it. At the same time, it's not fair to pick one side and completely ignore the other because your sanctions are not going to do as much damage as mm -hmm. you're trying. If you're really trying to rectify bad behavior from a dictator, then you have to stop both of them, yes. not just one. Yes. No, it's terrible. Um, and so, of course, China is enabling what's going on. And they have been from the beginning. And if you look at the actual sentiment coming out of a lot of the top trending topics on Weibo, I mean, yeah, we'll show you in Worldview some of the ridiculous stuff. We've got a couple of more ridiculous things to show you. So let's just get on with some super chats here and then um, we can continue. Case closed 93 says, after last week's show, I rewatched Welcome to Beijing and I noticed there's a Ukrainian woman in the village. I wonder how she feels now, the irony. Welcome yeah. to Beijing. Smoke is giving it a go. Oh no, oh. smoke is is it? Yeah. No, which one Welcome is it? Welcome to Beijing. It's, it's time, time to give it a go. go. Could yeah. be either one. That's Actually, the j
Ari Paco, thanks first, thanks for your work. Uh, great content. What do you guys think about the Russian government banning some social media sites? Russian government's banning pretty much everything. I think we think it's terrible, of course. It's well, it's just like China. We don't approve of banning that. And you know, the thing is, that people might say, "Oh, it's double standards because you know the West is blocking RT." I don't really. I, I personally, on that whole point, I understand that uh, banning and blocking websites is a bad thing. But at the same time, this is literally a war, like what's going on here. And they're trying to justify this war through very crazy disinformation campaigns. So I guess it's justified in some way there. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Just trying to figure that out. No, it's just people putting in requests for money from us. Oh, it's Master Mel Rubius, you just have to know how to send money. Happy Friday. to be. It depends on uh, who you are because most of the people are not getting their super chats coming through. Yeah, no, we got almost no super chats today. WHMW, mm. could you guys assess that the recent Asian boss video um, on the China thought on Russian-Ukraine war, commenters said the translation was fibbed. Um, we, I mean, we, we just We it. just spoke about that. Yeah, no, no, just talking about the translation. Um, it was. I don't think it was that far off. To no, the clear. translation was pretty uh, straightforward. But just remember, dude, to put your face out in public on, on a show, on the street in China about sensitive political issues, you are not going to say something that's against the Chinese government. Yeah, I mean, like, even if for some... Okay, let's say in this cosmic world, they found this one area of Shanghai that for some reason has this sphere where they don't have to get government approval... And they don't have to adhere to any laws. And for some reason in the country with this third worst press freedom in the whole world, they can just operate with impunity yeah. and ask these questions. Even in this fantasy world that we know can't exist <laughs> because yeah, yeah. We've, we've experienced it in real life yeah. and our friends as well. Yep. Even if the, we, we pretend, let's just pretend and we'll put on the blinders and pretend like that's the case. No one in their right mind is going to be direct with you. No. So it doesn't actually matter. You're never going to get a real opinion without it being anonymous in China. Yeah. And we know when we reach out to people for actual information, so when I did my social credit system and I asked people about social credit system, I didn't use their face. No. I didn't, not like the Asian boss video. I can't because no one's going to give me a legitimate answer. No. If I face them directly with a camera and said, send me a clip about this. By the way, you're still in China. So good luck being on my channel. Yeah. Right. You know that you have to keep someone anonymous or else you're going to lose the trust of the audience and they're not going to actually be honest with you, right? These, the, the people that I've interviewed and you've interviewed, they're very happy to talk to us, you know, face to face, but they would never, they always don't allow us to show their true no. identities because the Chinese government is so far reaching, it would affect, affect their families and it would affect their, their way of life in China and anywhere around the world, really. Unless they have a censorship person on their team that is like vetting everything to make sure that when they release it, they don't get shut down and their team yeah. tracked down. Like that's what I said. That's the one thing right. they can do is either heavily self-censor or it's just 100% approved by the government. Right. But it has to be approved by the government because if it's not approved by the government, it would get shut down. Right. It's uh, simple as that. Lucia Cron uh, Oh, I have a great example of that, actually. Yeah. I did a video uh, called uh, Do Chinese People Get Tattoos? Yeah. And I did it with my friend, my Chinese friend. Yes. Right. So we walked around and we did street interviews. And this is back in like, I don't know, 2012, 2013. I remember, was, I remember when you made that. When it was very easy to do stuff in China. Sure. It wasn't, there wasn't a big crackdown. People were happy to see foreigners. It was fine. Yeah. So we did that. Inter we did a bunch of interviews. We went to a tattoo parlor. We interviewed mm. kids that were getting tattoos, bucking the system. You know, we went to people in the park. We asked them what they think about it. Yeah. Um, half the people said, yeah, they're cool. Half the people said, ah, they're kind of scummy or whatever, right? Sure. Totally innocent video, right? Yeah. A week later, 
my friend got questioned about that. And that was pre-Xi Jinping era, or at yeah. least pre-Xi Jinping crackdowns, yeah. about why were you with this foreigner going around asking people questions about tattoos? Yeah. After the finished product was already released and it's completely innocuous, right? Yeah, yeah. They actually questioned him at his place of work about why we did that interview. So give me a break. Yeah, give course. me an absolute break in 2022 where the media is hot or where China, the Chinese government's 10 times more paranoid than it used to be. That's why we can say with absolute certainty that you cannot trust what Asian Toss is doing. Sorry, Asian in China, Toss. Yeah. Uh, in China, you cannot trust that at all. You have to take it with a pinch of salt. It's only ever going to be one-sided and you can trust that that's what the Chinese government believes. Unless they found some sort of hack. No, it's you not. Know. It's just not possible. I'm just I'm throwing the benefit of the doubt out there for anybody, you know, until we find solid proof. But. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's an allegation. But at the same time, it's an allegation based on actual experience, experience. Yeah. having lived in China for 14 years and come across these kind of situations and had the cops called on me multiple times just because I was filming a freaking fountain or something in a, you know, in public, mm. you know, mm. how many times the bloody bowans were called? on yeah. me by yeah. those sneaky evil uncles and yeah. stuff for doing something totally innocent yeah absolutely the amount of times we've been interrogated and questioned by police for doing absolutely nothing yeah just because we have a camera it's high we're highly speculative yes yeah. uh lucia kraus says hi just checking yeah thanks for checking Thank the work for you gary m when will china ease travel restrictions don't even ever count on that <laughs> yeah. don't ever count on when that. they give up on the zero COVID policy yeah which is probably never impossible mm -hmm. right OG, Marit Stripmatter, friend of the channel, says Russian propaganda is scarily better. Chinese, Chinese is quite chabadoy. And you're absolutely correct. Yeah. Uh, we've noticed Russian propaganda, uh, 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 save for the uh, birds dropping the birds. Who trains migratory birds <laughs> to send biological? What is this, the 60s? Instead <laughs> of carrier pigeon with a vial. You know that during, what was it, World War II, they tried to train, they trained carrier pigeons to guide missile or guide bombs. That's interesting. Yeah, pigeon guided bombs. Oh, well, they don't need that anymore. No, no. That was before you had guidance systems and stuff. They don't, actually trained them. I don't want to give anyone ideas, <laughs> but don't you think it'd be a little easier? to maybe manually bring a disease into a country or maybe mail it or do or, or do something else other than migratory birds yeah like seed the clouds or something i don't know i think there's easier methods like walking it in there yeah shooting <laughs> it in a missile or a missile yeah shooting it somewhere it's ridiculous migratory birds by the way on the subject of birds um dji drones by the way we all know dji mm -hmm. i've used them we've used them actually love their products i think they make a fantastic product um the drones you know how restrictive the software can be though in mm -hmm. order to fly the drone it won't allow you to fly the drone until you've registered an account mm -hmm. with dji and um then you have to uh go through a bunch of crap when in the software before it allows you to fly right mm -hmm. and if it doesn't if you don't hit certain check marks they limit the ceiling of the drone they limit how far it can go all that kind of stuff you know all about that right well now reports are coming out of ukraine the DJI is limiting all the Ukrainian drone operators. Like they've done an update, which now prevents the drones from even working. Hmm. But the Russian side is not being compromised. What a surprise, guys. And don't support DJI. Well, I mean, it's just, it makes sense. If China's going to back Russia, they're going to pull a trick like that. That's really bad because DJI is pretty much the only drone maker. Yeah. Right. For like civilians. So apparently the advice is going around that uh, 
first of all, don't update the firmware mm -hmm. if you have a DJI drone in, in Ukraine. Ukraine. And also, if you're going to register an account, register it in another country, that kind of thing. But remember, the drones operate off of GPS positioning mm -hmm. and stuff. So there's a lot that China can do to completely mm -hmm. shut down those drones. And it, it think, makes you think a little further. What mm -hmm. else in the future? What other smart devices and technology that we get used to using could be used against you in a wartime scenario? Mm -hmm. Smartphones, for instance. If you got a Huawei phone or something like that, it could be used to spy on your position. Mm -hmm. They're also apparently they when the the Ukraine drone operators are launching their drones and know where the drones are. Of course, DJI has the exact GPS coordinates, and they can. This is speculation, but it's speculation. They've been feeding those coordinates to the Russian troops so they know where to attack. That's sinister. Because that's where the. But that uh, could happen. That's where the drone. Because they know where the drone yeah. operator is. It's very easy. Yeah, it's very easy for that information. They know where the drone operator is. They know where the drone is. Wow. So they can very easily pass that information on. And we saw how China passed on the the intelligence that the USA gave to China. Passed that on to Russia. Yeah. I mean, it's. Yeah. Like I said, it's it's quite speculative at the moment, but the reports are that this is actually happening. That's not not good. That's yeah. really not good because if you think it, you you can effectively neuter someone's aerial views, yeah, if you completely prevent them from having them, yeah, because you're gonna you're not only gonna rely on military stuff. The whole country's at war, mm. right? So you're gonna rely on civilians to give you and feed you information too. Well, you're I mean, look, to what else? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And of of course, if you like a ramshackle group of yeah, you know, like you're gonna have a DJI. You're yeah, not you're gonna, gonna fly it up there to see thing. see what's going on, you know. But then uh, China can say, well, there's someone over there. You know, flying a drone. If that out. turns out to be true, that's that's a devastating blow. And that's another thing mm. that we keep talking about. You got to hold China accountable for this stuff. Sure. Yeah, they're, they're behind a lot of this. Yeah. Right. So we have to make we're going to make sure. But look, the initial reports seem to be pointing to this as being a real thing. Yeah. And again, I honestly wouldn't put it past the CCP using any device that they had some sort of control over in a wartime scenario to their advantage. No. You know, absolutely they would. You know they would. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So if you've got some kind of a, I mean, I know we don't have Chinese cars here, but imagine you had one of these new electric Chinese cars or something mm -hmm. like that. They you know, they could completely just, well, not only that, they down, could just yeah. shut them down, things yeah. like that, because it's all online only kind of stuff. It's always connected. The amount of access China has to a lot of data is horrifying. And it's mm. actually something I'm looking into right now. You know, the COVID tests that the U.S. government bought. Yes. I got that of, message too. A lot of them were made in China. And, and there's a lot an of app. Them, they're encouraged. You yeah. don't have to, but yeah. you're encouraged to download an app mm. to where they teach you how to do it. And yeah. like there's videos on there and they're like, you have to download this app to figure out how to do it. And the, the app is running out of mainland China. Yeah. And it's not on some big like company. It's no. some weird little thing. And this is the kind of stuff you have to be very careful about. Well, look at the pregnancy tests. Yeah. That stole the, the DNA. DNA stole, well, what about the, yeah, the, and the DNA test. Yeah. Pregnancy test stole the DNA of however many, you know. I made a video about women. That. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, look, we don't want to get too Alex Jonesy over here. Obviously. But at the same time, these things are things that are. It's happening. stuff you have to look at, right, and pay yeah. attention to. It's not stuff you can say, ah, don't worry about it. That's, no. This is real because it's stuff that's been proven to have been used in the past. Like yes. when you say the pregnancy testing, that's not speculative. No, that actually happened. The DNS the DNA testing, that's not speculative. That was proven. Chinese companies used. And processed yeah. American genetic data. Yeah. I mean, backdoors in the Huawei equipment is proven too. Yeah. So, I mean, look, that's the thing. This whole DJI thing, I, I for one, think it's correct and true. Based right. on my knowledge, 
being a very very early adopter of drones and understanding how they all work. Oh yeah. It's incredibly easy because it relies on that DJI account. So you and it's tied to you, it's tied to your phone number, it's tied to who you are, it's tied to your position whenever you turn the thing on and your phone and your GPS coordinates and where the drone goes, where the drone went, how high it flew, exactly where it was. That's all information that DJI has. Yeah. You know, it's and you can't sidestep that if you want to just take a drone and fly it. Right. So, you yeah. know, unless you hack it with some weird firmware or something. Right. Anyway, let's move on. Um, cool. Uh, Master Mel Rubia says, I've seen some of your Conquering China videos. I'd like to see how you plan the trips and set up support and video. Was the Mongolian trip the same one as you're on the border of North Korea? Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. Um, Setup is us is us getting on our bikes and, and riding, dude. Yeah, you see, the first Conquering Southern China was... All of it, except for the the, the thing with the, the long haired lady thing, mm. which was you know had to be set up in advance, was all just. Um, just both Similk and myself had ridden through all of those provinces in southern China before yep. on our own adventures, and on those adventures we come across interesting things to see and do. Mm. So we thought, why not just make a documentary and film those interesting places? And of course, along the way, we made a lot of interesting connections and met interesting people and stuff. So the first one was kind of a seat of your pants thing. The second time we tried to structure it a little more. So we tried to plan a little bit more like interesting things to go. Yeah, it's on the roots. So yeah, it wasn't, yeah. Any, it wasn't like, oh, say this, do this. Sure, no, no. Yeah. It was just like, we're going to go check out this place because apparently they do that. You know, anyway. Uh, David Pay was checking if it works. Mm. Um, Thank you very much. He made his, he got his first hundred percent USA made dobok, his ghee. Oh, which is very nice. nice. Good. I'm glad you didn't buy from uh, from China. That's, That's great. Russia OG says Russia has put Taiwan on the enemy list. How would they explain that chi- to China that Taiwan is an independent country? Yeah, you I saw that Instagram it's thing. Hilarious. So they put they put a list of unfriendly countries, Russia, and they included Taiwan. I'm pretty sure China's not happy about that because Taiwan, to according to China, is not a country, right? Yeah. Mm, Oops. Well. well, I'll get to these later. All right, let's continue. Okay, so now we're going to hit worldview, guys. Now, this ties into what we've been saying all along here. All right, let's first uh, start out with. Um, whoop, hang on, I got to get this up here. Give me a second. Nope. There we go. Nope, that's Wumau Corner. Oh, that's Wumau Corner. So, oh, yeah, we got to do Wumau Corner. Sorry, Wumau Corner comes before worldview. Wumau Corner is where we talk about uh, what the Wumau are up to. And this is uh, China's 50 cent army. They're the keyboard warriors, Jianpan Sha, as they call them in Chinese, and they go out there and basically say bad words on the internet. So, what do we got yeah, here? Yeah, well, and they're state sponsored. A lot of of course, yeah. So, I just thought this set the scene and toned very nicely of what we're about to talk about. Okay. This says hashtag USA government and hashtag American President Biden has played the world. Hashtag America is the bad. <laughs> hashtag what? Russia and Russian President Putin is telling you the truth. They are the good. Can the hashtags go away? What's up with the hashtags? Yeah. You know what I notice is people that tend to use a lot of hashtags have absolutely like no followers, and they think that by using them, they're going to get a lot of them. Uh, I mean, I think it's also a certain type of person uses hashtags as well. Yeah. yeah. Usually tankies. Well, I've seen tankies, but I've also seen just like absolute clout chasers. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Anyway, um, so set the scene here for our Wumao Corner. We have Wumaos today talking about what? Well, this is about Putin, but uh, is this Wumao or, or international news? World these news? are pretty Wumao-ish. Okay. Dude. These are Wumao's. Uh, no, they're not. Why? This is like, this is, again, we've been talking about the fact that um, people like Asian Toss and whoever else, you know, and the Chinese um, mouthpieces out there are going out to say, 
China's not taking a side here, mm -hmm. okay? People in China don't want war. They want peace. Everything is like, you know, herping. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Mm -hmm. But in actual fact, what you're seeing on the Chinese internet is a very, very strong um, support of Putin and a very, very strong support of Russia mm -hmm. and a very weak and almost non-existent support of Ukraine. Mm -hmm. Unless, of course, it's in those videos that are supposed to be seen by the outside world. Yeah. Okay. And so um, I want to get these up so I can see them because they're so sure. bloody small over there. Let me just uh, grab him on, on me little computer over here. So tiny. Yeah, I've got to change the way I look at things here. Need your uh, far set of glasses here. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I can read this. I love him more than my husband. I would rather die for him if anything bad happens to him. So worried about it. Hope he won't burn out. I would rather stay single until... I find someone like him. Yeah, they're talking about Putin, Yeah. by the way. So, you know, there's like a, an idol. They're idolizing Putin. You know that Putin's um, biography or whatever, autobiography was sold out like almost instantly in China. You know, we talked about that last time, but it was just sold out. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I can see that. Just how about that like third one down? It's a bit... I, I also misunderstood your meaning. I can read it. Which one? No, really? The whole Chinese stayed with Russia for... They stayed with Russia for their superior than American and European and the Chinese point of view. If I go to where you are, it's clearer because you're closer to that terrible, horrible, low-resolution monitor that we use. Let me just find... Let me find my nonsense here. You know, um, something interesting that happened the other day. Where the hell is this? Like, what's going on here? I definitely have... There it is. Okay, sorry. So the other day, I'm sitting in my, my office at home, you know, my little, mm -hmm. my little computer room, you could call, call it. And I've been fixing some old computers, and I had a little tray, and it had all the little screws and things that you take off. And my daughter came in, you know, she's just she's about two and a half, a little less than that, she's two and something. Came in and picked up the tray, and I wasn't looking. She came up to me and she said, Daddy, what's this nonsense? <laughs> and I was like, that's definitely my kid. Definitely, my kid. Okay, so um, I'm finding it here. Okay. Why is everyone saying uh, echo? I turn my mic off. You They're liars. Weirdos. They're liars. Okay, so we got that whole I love him more than my husband thing. Then here's the next one that comes up, which uh, says, <clears throat> I asked customer service if I can buy great Putin's photo book. Sadly, now they don't have, but in the future they will have. So people are asking, like, why can I not buy this book? Right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so um, people are like, so based. I want a calendar with Putin the Great on it. <laughs> I almost misunderstood your meaning. And then they're like, Chinese stand with Russians for they are superior than American and European. From Chinese point of view, justice and morality are highly valued in Chinese traditional culture and philosophy for thousands of years. We can't let Anglo-Saxon raiders strangle this world from its future. Why, why did they say that um, Chinese stand with Russians because they're superior to American and European? Aren't Russians supposed to be European? No, they're not. Slavs. Okay, well, I mean, I, they're part of the Euro European League of Soccer or whatever it is. So, you know, yeah, so Eastern Israel, European. Israel's in Europe. Aren't they, aren't they Eastern European? 
Yeah, I mean that part, only a part of it. Russia's massive. Okay, I've always massive thought of them China. as like I know that, but I always thought of them as like Eastern European. Yeah. Anyway, change my worldview. Anyway, apparently Russia and China are more superior than Americans and Europeans. Okay, Chinese stand with Russians because also those people founded Soviet Union and brought the whole world the belief of working men of all countries unite. Because apparently it was the Soviet Union that did that, not Karl Marx. That's, That's correct. A German. Yeah. Anyway, Russia fought bravely for their dignity. So as Belarus. So as Belarus. So as Belarus. No, it doesn't end I'm there. I'm highlighting this text. That's a new feature in oh, the, that's new, really the, cool. new, the new Mac OS. Oh, that's, that's awesome. It's great. I love that. Yeah, so you can just copy and paste. That's, that's really cool. Yeah. So right now under RT News Weibo, okay. What's that? This just blew my mind. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. <laughs> this eh? is pretty epic. Putin tries out a flight simulator. So that's what you can see above us now. This is kind of like top news, right? <clears throat> and then people are saying, this is what a president should do. Unlike that bunker boy Zelensky who can do nothing other than making phone calls, taking selfie or tweeting videos. And then they're like, let alone. Yeah, yeah, it's cool, isn't it? (laughs) Let alone wearing heels. Number two, let alone filming shampoo commercials. And then what? And then because in the video, by the way, you can see um, Putin is testing out a flight simulator. Right. And I guess the woman who's showing him how to use it touches his hand at some point and someone's like oh my god that girl she touches putin's hands (laughs) i mean this is just idol worship at this point okay and we just had to show you that this whole thing about like oh there's this middle line there's a huge amount of support for russia in china and it vastly vastly outweighs any support for ukraine and that's because that is the official um chinese state narrative is that russia is our friends are our friends i should say yeah russia is our friends you know <laughs> i can feel like to be wearing a jean pant on a friday night anyway no seriously though russia's friends usa's bad and enemy and this is something that i really don't like and i never liked about living in china is that it's very clear the way children are taught the education system and what you see in the media is that china paints the USA and the West as an enemy, not as a friend. Whereas for decades and decades, the rest of the world has been treating China as a friend, as a business partner, an equal. Yes, maybe wary of them, but we're not outright going and saying like, these are our enemy who want to destroy us and we must destroy them. And you see little children shouting out stupid logo slogans. And um, I remember in this class, I was uh, teaching some kids and you know what this happened to our buddy as well he sent me a thing he's british okay i was there in the class and a kid just started doodling on the board and he drew america being bombed by the pla okay now my friend strangely enough from the uk he went and he showed what the kids drew in his class and it was they knew he's british right so he goes out on a break he comes back there's the pla bombing england Okay, these little kids are taught that the West and America are enemies and they have been for hundreds of years with the 200 years of humiliation, the opium wars, all this kind of crap. So I've never really liked the idea um, that it's just open, open in Chinese society to treat another nation as just an enemy, a nation that you deal with, you know, a nation that treats you like a business partner 
who you're benefiting greatly from having these trade relationships and stuff with, why paint them as such a, a vile enemy and so openly? You know what I mean? Well, I mean, it always serves the state, right? So when you have an authoritarian leader, you need to have a common enemy at all times. And sometimes it shifts, right? Like so we always said flavor of the week. So China will say Canada's the enemy. Right now, it's definitely the U.S., right? Fairweather friends as well. They'll pick a country that they love. You'll see Pakistan running uh, the run pro-practice Pakistan propaganda, right? Because yeah. they love them at the moment. And then if some, some protests break out in Pakistan, they cut them off a little bit. And then they change over to someone else. One thing I do want to say, though, yeah. is that we noticed something terrifying. Um, and it's funny, angering, and terrifying. Uh, on Reddit, and this is actually... We talked about Reddit uh, problems with people following us around on Reddit, and then they get our threads shut down, uh, usually tankies or Wumaos, in fact. Um, this, is, this came up in my feed. This is called Awkward Speech Edits. Now, let me explain to you. A subreddit is like a little forum. So Reddit's a big platform. There's millions of little forums, right? Thousands of little forums. And then this little forum basically is people making fun of people that um, awkwardly celebrate getting awarded so on reddit you know you can give someone an award and be like i really liked your post yeah so they always make on this subreddit they make fun of people that say like oh wow i couldn't expect my post to blow up so much thank you for the kind gold stranger you know it's kind of cringe it's not important it's just like a little parody type it's thing not political. it's not political it's just a little comedy subreddit yeah. now in this subreddit the, the mod the moderator posted this just a heads up, I want to get on top of things. Don't post any edits that were made in posts about Russia. This sub, so subreddit, is pro-China. As you already know, and with the current situation, appears China and Russia are on friendly terms, so let's not rock the boat, so to speak. This subreddit officially has no issues with Russia, and any anti-Russian comments will be removed. This is terrible and terrifying, because someone had the confidence to go out there this moderator to put this out there thinking they were in the right so let's just show what the aftermath was I, here. i mean before you do that you see how the two are inseparable here he says this is a pro-china subreddit therefore we will not accept any anti-russia posts yeah so it just shows you they're in bed with each other what china viewpoint on something is that's what russia's viewpoint on something is and if you're against russia means you're against china if you're against china means you're against russia see they are in bed 100 percent. that's the thing so while the world says let's sanction russia and whatnot why are we not saying let's sanction china because china right now is supporting this invasion and encouraging it and enabling it at the same time you know anyway let's see what people said like you say so the response is great <laughs> Uh, people were like, F you mods, Winnie the Pooh supports Ukraine. <laughs> uh, in reply to all this stuff, they kept, they just went, it was madness. It was like a, a, an apocalypse. <laughs> Tintin and the invasion Tintin, of the Ukraine. The legal invasion of Ukraine. Does my football field scare you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, this is, this is the good part Ukraine, of the internet where people are yes. just like piss off, you know? Award speeches, go F yourself. And it's <laughs> yeah. Putin and Xi Jinping ice skating. That's together. one of the most disturbing images I've that seen in a long, long time. Very disturbing. Chinese Xinjiang internment camps for Uyghur Muslims. These people will never be seen again. They, mm. People use this as an opportunity to spread human rights issues, which is great. Yeah, agreed. Um, and memes. Yeah, memes. And memes are always good. Humor is a good way out this, of things. This guy tried to backtrack. He like backpedal. He goes like, 
I've, I've been so humbled. Thank you for your response. Now I understand the situation. Oh, he did. <laughs> oh, it was just sure. Well, may, maybe he saw the light. Yeah, it's kind of lame for him to go out and say that in the first place. This sub is pro-China, so don't rock the boat and support and yeah. go against Russia. Mm. What are you on? And it actually has nothing to do with China nothing. or Russia. That's so. it's kind of lame. They were they were censoring. Yeah, of course they are. Anyway, so um, shall we take a super chat or two before we hit worldview? Oh uh, yeah. Uh, Marit Stratmetter, friend of the show, says, Fear of Olga Kiev and Fear Olga of Kiev and her birds. Just saying. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Migratory birds, I'm telling you what. Yes. Birds have always been the enemy of China. Mao Zedong wiped out all the sparrows. Yeah, and the famine came about. Yeah. Andrew Hobson, you guys... Hey guys, normally I listen to you guys on Monday at work, so I'm glad to see you guys live, and I hope I can put a couple of gallons of gas in your tanks. Thank you. Man, it's crazy. Dude, I know, I know gas has gone up around here a lot, but you know, the people we know still back in California, oh my God. Oh, it's yeah. Like, it's like seven... Well, because they have a gas tax. Yeah, it's $7 a gallon or something yeah, in LA. Places, yeah. yeah, I've been seeing it. It's like, come on, man. You know, the, the, the Trans Am gets like 10 miles a gallon. That wouldn't be good. Oof. <laughs> I actually read that as I'm going to put a couple of gallons of gas in your tanks. Like we're riding tanks around. Oh, no. It's just because I've seen so many fuel tanks. tanks fuel news. tanks, yeah. I get Thanks. Mm. Appreciate that. Mm. Appreciate your translation. Tanker. Yeah, that's wrong. That's a tank. That's no, I'm just opinion. saying that's what you're thinking. <laughs> Tanker. Jaman. Uh, yeah, Jaman. Joe uh, Jaman. Rock M. So if the U.S. funded DAZAC and the Wuhan Institute of Virology, then wouldn't it be more ironic if we did fund the Ukraine labs? <laughs> I mean, sure. Rock M, we use fake images now too, so it's very unclear. Um, Matthew Stein, yeah, this video is fake as hell. Ten dollars for the rights to it. That video was which one? Oh, that video is fake as hell. What what video? Don't know which one. Anyway, let's uh, let's quickly knock out worldview because it looks like we got almost no super chats for no, the Yamcha. Got PayPal. Oh, you got the PayPal. Thank wow. goodness for that. That's great. Okay, well let's hit worldview because it's a short one. Um, now, you know, in the beginning of this, we showed you the whole two sessions thing. We got a session. We got a session. Well, that's because the two sessions has just finished. And we have some some rather terrible news, to be honest. You want to do the rundown? Yes. Um, Who do we have here? This is Lee Keqiang. He's the premier of the State Council PRC. So basically, he's like one of the top dogs, we could say. Now, look, as far as like Communist Party members are concerned, he's... One, one of the, the better ones. Yeah. Lee Keqiang, I'm not, I never will chide or celebrate any CCP official because no. I know what it takes to get there. And you just got to be the worst of the worst. Rise, in, a, in order to rise to the top yes. of that organization, yes. you have to be ruthless. Yes. However, it doesn't mean that some of these horrible people can have some decent policies that they try to instate. Sure. Right? I mean, yeah, it, even Hitler was a vegetarian. Right. Not that that makes you a good person or anything. I don't really well, value that, per yeah. se. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. um, so Li Keqiang, the reason that he is good, in air quotes, or yeah. has some good policies, is that he has really tried to make honesty a bit of a policy in the CCP. Yeah. Uh, at least some of the poverty alleviation stuff. Yeah, he actually came out and he was the one that said, look, yeah, it's great and all that like we've mm-hmm. lifted people out of poverty but like 600 million chinese people still live way way below the poverty line yeah yeah you know and when he said that xi jinping was like you you said what (laughs) you You, (laughs) yeah it's like you didn't read the memo fuck up (laughs) (laughs) yeah so uh jokes aside li keqiang he was honest about uh, some of the figures because they know and what his statement proved was that when you said half the population about half the population is still living in poverty yeah when you make that bold face claim 
when I said bald, is it bald face? It's bald, a like bald, you know, like you know, like face. when you don't have hair. Right, you're a yeah. bald ass face. Yeah, and you make a claim. <laughs> yeah. So when he made that bald face claim, mm. Xi Jinping has already put out the narrative, or Xi Jinping's government's put out the narrative that poverty's been alleviated. There, every, everyone's above the poverty line now. Sure. It's it's been eradicated. Like extreme, the extreme poverty line. Sorry, has been eradicated. So when yeah. Li Keqiang says something like that. Which isn't necessarily against the narrative, because he said in poverty, not extreme poverty. It still elicits a negative response to people say, oh, wow, we still have literally almost half the population living in poverty, right? Yeah. So he kind of upsets the narrative in that he he's like, listen, guys, we're not first world yet. Let's yeah. let's chill out and try to figure this out. Right? Yeah, of course. He's also done a couple. He's he's done a couple. There's a couple of good instances where he's been a lot more transparent than Xi Jinping's leadership. He's more of a hangover of Li Keqiang's more of a hangover of what you would have seen under Jiang Zemin or or Hu Jintao, mm. which were not good leaders per se. The CCP is horrendous, right? They're better but than better than Xi. Lesser of two evils, right? Mm. The framework for an evil government's always been there, but they were definitely lesser of two evils. We're sure. talking about Xi Jinping, so. Unfortunately, the news today is that Li Keqiang in the two sessions uh, has announced he is stepping down. So that, that'll be the only real rivalry to Xi's it's not, power. I would never call him a rival to Xi. He's never been well, a balance. rival. Balance. Yeah. He was the only person that was publicly reigning Xi Jinping in. Mm. He was like, come on back to reality, dude. <laughs> we got to deal with actual problems instead of yes men everywhere telling us that everything's fine. And he was always pragmatic in that respect. Right. Yeah, we figured out what Xi Jinping's hobbies are, by the way, and it's it's just pork. He's just pork. That's all he does. He just eats pork. We're pretty sure we were trying to talk about this. Yeah. We're like, because we've we some of the other leaders, they've always been shrouded in mystery. But like, Mao Zedong loves swimming, you know. Well, it's <laughs> more like bobbing along in the water while loved, flailing your limbs a little. He loved being in water. <laughs> yes, <laughs> okay. yes. And he loved poetry. It's probably a good thing. It's the only time he ever got a, a bath. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, he refused to use toothpaste. He used yeah. tea instead. That's mm. why it's stained teeth. But Mao Zedong, he was very intelligent. And mm. he he loved poetry. Yeah. And he was a great calligrapher. He was actually a very good poet and calligrapher. Sure. Super switched on smart guy, Mao Zedong. You don't rise up to, you know, slaughter your people unless you have smarts. Of course. Well, I mean, you got Pol Pot. Yeah, you got Pol Pot. He, was, he didn't even... Pol Pot tried to use Maoist theory, but he couldn't understand it. He's like, oh, he's like... All this stuff, the altruistic goals of Mao, he's like, reads those, he's like, I don't get that. But I know Mao slaughtered about millions of people. Let's just do that. Yeah, let's just, just <laughs> skip to that part. Forget the rest. Yeah. Anyway, he loved, <laughs> Mao loved floating, at least. Yeah. But we were trying to figure out what Xi Jinping's hobbies are. We looked it up, and apparently, well... Apparently, it's soccer. It's, and there's no way it's soccer. This dude can't even walk a up a flight of, him, of stairs. I did see a clip of him kicking a ball pretty well. Oh, pretty but well? But you know he rehearsed that one kick for the camera so many times. There was probably so many takes. Yeah, and they only allowed the one that actually he he contact you know, made contact with. Yeah, yeah. So we're pretty sure he just loves pork. Yeah, that's all he does. It's he like a hobby. Pork. Yeah, that's him. He's like a connoisseur. Of he's pigs. a pork connoisseur. Yeah, yeah that's him. Porkman. He's a porkman. <laughs> yeah. Now, Li Keqiang, um, we want to say is... probably likes fish. Yeah, he maybe. looks like a fisherman. He could have. Some yeah, fish. I think he likes fish. Yeah, I like fish. He kind of looks like a fish a little bit. He he's got that look bit. to him. Li Keqiang was uh, at least pragmatic in his approach. Yeah. And he wasn't living in a fantasy virtual reality, yeah. which Xi Jinping is. And then unfortunately, we have to say goodbye to him because God knows what the guy is going to turn out to be who's going to replace Li Keqiang as premier. Because, because, because we were all excited when Xi Jinping got into power. Yeah. Everyone thought that he was going to be even more liberal 
than the past two leaders. He was going to yeah. bring out more change and to get closer to the rest of the world. Yeah. And we were all duped. So nope. totally God, duped. God knows. Absolutely. So that concludes uh, pretty much the show. We're going to move into Yamcha, guys, which if you don't know what this is, it's the time of the show where we relax, we uh, chill out, have a conversation, we answer your questions. Of course, today we had this glitch with YouTube, so the Super Chats aren't really working, but we did have the PayPal backup, so we still got plenty of uh, questions to answer. Um, you'll be able to watch these live now, or you get to watch them on the weekend. On Monday, we cut them out of the show. Otherwise, the show ends up being like three plus hours or yeah. something. Yeah. So anyway, um, for those of you who are not watching this live or on the weekend, thank you for watching, and we'll catch you next time. Stay awesome. And for those of you who are here, let's get into it. Time to loosen the tie. What are you laughing about? Oh, it's just now that we're in Yamcha, we can loosen the hold on. Loosen the tie. So oh, it feels better. Um, yeah. So uh, oh, mm. and I was just laughing. There's some people trying to figure out what pork is obvious. Oh right. Oh, you know we did forget something, um, which you're going to have to include. Uh, what is this thing? Oh doing? yeah, while everyone live. Yeah, while everyone's still live, before we completely go away, is we've got something that we need to once again show everyone. How am I going to trim this in? You just, you just leave it. Leave it till here, so that those of you who are still watching, oh, okay. you you know, yeah. we'll say stay awesome after this. Yeah, he didn't leave yet. Um, China fact chasers, guys, come on, head on over, subscribe if you haven't. I'll put it in the uh, chat right, real quick. China fact chasers are daily content. Uh, yeah, actually get a really good response. Yeah, you know, it's of course it's the topics we cover on the the podcast. But sometimes you can't catch it. Yeah, but they've been edited. There's extra B-roll added to them. There's a little bit of spice. It's not the same thing. It's more succinct. Dead space is cut out. Yeah. So, for instance, if you're looking for a specific topic that we spoke about, you'll be able to find it easy, and it's going to help us a lot too because you have no idea. Like today, we were trying to find that that whole all those clips of that old man from Xinjiang. Yeah. That they keep using in propaganda. We spoke about it in the past, but. You know, we've got now almost 100 episodes and they're all so long that yeah. we couldn't find it. So, you know, yeah. now we'll be able to go back to the, you know, China fact chases and be, oh, there it is. You know, yes. so, um, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, people are like, when that fact chases is 90% replays from this. No, it's 100%. <laughs> what? It's 100%, but it's changed up. And also we're putting B-roll on yeah, top like, of yeah. stuff. Yeah, like you said, and it's succinct topic. So if you didn't watch one of that, not all of you right now are obviously the loyal followers, and we appreciate that, but some yeah. people are not going to be. Yeah. So we'd appreciate it if you guys sub, sub to the channel, helped out. It a just bit. helps. It yeah. helps. And, you know, like we take out dead space and stuff, and it's just bam, there we go. You got yeah. your topic. And if you guys have massively short attention spans, which you guys watching now don't, but mm -hmm. if you and your friends and loved ones have a short attention spans, you can watch the clips. It's not only that. Think about it like this if, if there's a specific topic that you want to discuss with someone, Rather than, oh, go check out this podcast, which is three hours long yes. and you don't know where it is in the middle. Right. Here's that succinct topic to talk about. Definitely a better way to do it. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Now, unloosen, unloosen yeah. back up so I have a cue so. for when I edit this. Okay. So, yeah. <clears throat> Ties kind of back. You know, it's kind of, whenever you're looking at yourself in a mirror or something, it's really weird to get the tie straight. It's never really correct. Yeah, it's always a little bit off. It's still weird. I don't know what it is. Anyway. Yeah. So uh, if you're uh, not catching us live or on the weekend, uh, you know, the drill is always stay awesome and we'll see you next week. And it's time to loosen the tie. And there we go. Okay. All right. Well, loose. So loosen, loosened up. Ryan Jones hmm. says, keep up the top notch reporting. I appreciate your time and effort. Thank you very much. Um, Eve two says, do you think China will drop their support of Russia if Russia's economy fails? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, China, <laughs> they, actually, they are there to scoop up. Yes. 
They'll be like, we'll help you, Russia, but give us back Vladivostok. Yeah, ideologically, though, they'll always be unified in the, against the U.S. So. They will, they will, but I mean, we just were looking at that archive footage today of during the, during the, the 60s, yeah. where they were oh, like yeah. putting out this, the Soviets are our enemy, right. and when the Soviets attack, this is what you do. You know, they weren't, they, they're not friends. They don't like each other. They're just, you know, fair-weather friends right now. Correct. Mm. Um, Ryan Barry says, thank you for your videos. Love watching from the UK. Support Taiwanese independence. We do. Oh, yeah. Shay Rock Shisha says, I know you're both busy, but posting highlight clips of the topics from your podcast would be great. <laughs> That's what China Fact Chasers is all about. Great. <laughs> so, yeah, please. So, yeah. That's the whole point. Please go to China Fact Chasers and subscribe. It shows you that a lot of people have not subscribed to that yeah. yet because they don't know about it. Which we'd love to grow that channel as well. So the more that that, mm -hmm. that you guys support it, the, the the better, really. If you can just, even if you don't bother with it, just go subscribe for the hell do, of it. Do you know total since we started, we've made like $18. Yeah. Not bad, eh? It's not about the money, know, man. Okay. It's not, a, but it's, who but cares it's about that? Yeah. But yeah, who cares about that? That's not why we do what we do. Um, of course, we wouldn't be able to continue to do what we do if we didn't earn money to pay yes. rent and whatnot. But at the same time, that's not the driving factor behind mm -hmm. what we do. It's this, this, this conversation we have yes. once a week with all of you, whether it's through our videos or not. But uh, by the way, please go check out my Serpents at A video. It's tanking. There was a mistake with the release today and my thumbnail and title got all screwed up. So it didn't reach an audience, so it's really bad. Please go check it out if you get a chance. And it's only fair if you check mine out, which yeah. I put both of them in the description. Excellent, yeah. Please. Which mine is go also tanking. We appreciate it. We actually have a hard time <clears throat> competing with uh, the Russia topics because of how much content is out there. Well, of course. I mean, that's the thing. We do cover a pretty unique angle on we this do. from a, the Chinese perspective. If you want to see brainwashed kids and stuff, go check out my video. Yeah, but from from mm. not from that perspective, from the China perspective... Yeah, we are getting wiped out by the algorithm because there's too much content about Ukraine and Russia. It's tough. It's tough because let's be honest, it's one of the, one of, if not the most important thing that's going on in the world right yeah. now. So it's it's just one of those things that you can't avoid. No, you know. Yeah, go check out our videos after this. Yeah. Thank you, uh, Nanda Mary. Here's some gas money. Have a great weekend, guys. Thank you. Thank Nanda. you. And that helps a lot. That'll get me to the ice cream shop and back. Nice. Like cold days or cold cream. That's one thing I've never understood is like a dedicated ice cream place. Really? Because, you know, you got them here like Baskin Robbins and yeah, Dairy Queen and stuff. Not that far away. Yeah. yeah. But I'm just saying like... Scoop one. Yeah. It's just like... It's kind of also the same that you have like pancake houses and stuff. It's like that's well, too it's, niche. It's not open right now. What, pancake houses? No, the ice cream shop. Well, I mean, the, the fact of the matter is, the fact that you've got a dedicated... Yeah, I, I, see I feel... Like, and you've got dedicated donut. What the hell, man? Like Krispy Kreme and stuff? Well, because, like, what do you... It just seems weird to me. It's like you've taken... I, I guess it's because I never grew up around it. The the Krispy Kreme shop near us, in, near Allentown, when they have their sign on and they're fresh and hot... I get, I get yeah, that. Yeah, but why... My point is, where else are you going to go? Like, you're just going to rando go to, like, a, a dessert shop and they make donuts, too? You want dedicated stuff. Cupcake stores? I love it. A cupcake store? Yeah. You, like, go in there and they only sell cupcakes? I think they usually sell cakes, too. But it's a bit weird to me. It's like, it's too what, niche. So what, what do you sell? Like, let's say you sell donuts. In your mind, what are you supposed to sell as well? Well, I'd say like all those kind of confectionery things. So you sell donuts, you sell cupcakes, all in the same place. But uh, Like a you, bakery. But you realize you have to make all of those every day or else they're going to be crap. Yeah. But it's easier to make one thing every day, right? 
I mean, I, I guess so. It just yeah. seems bizarre to me. Huh. Like walk into this place and it's just donuts. It's like, what are you doing here? Like, what's going on? It's just donuts. You're trying to tell me and you don't really like really bad coffee, by the way. Yeah. Where? Krispy Kreme? Dunkin', Dunkin Donuts. Uh, Oh my gosh, you pissed off so many people. <laughs> America, I agree. I think it's America runs on Dunkin'. That's what it's they say. Terrible. America has great coffee shops, but I'll tell you what, the mass ones, like the mass places, are terrible. Yeah. McDonald's is even better than that. Yeah, it's true. It's not even good either. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, let's move on. It's an interesting, uh, interesting theory. Mm. Uh, so, Joshua King says, keep up the good work. Thank you very much. Gordon Freeman says, happy Friday. And Thank you. If you were locked down in Disneyland, mm. Would it be the happiest lockdown on earth? I think I think to a certain extent. <laughs> I think you get after, tired of it real two, quick. You probably want to get out of there. Reed Strittmetter says, sorry, the Olga of Kiev reference went a bit further. She's actually a historical leader, and she used pigeons to burn down a rival city. Oh, wow. Oh, yes, actually. Yeah. I remember that story. Yeah. I remember that's that story. That's fascinating, actually. Yes, yeah. Yeah. I remember it. Yeah, that's cool. Chicken and waffles. You had chicken and waffles? No. Someone just mentioned that. It's a no. Thing. No, but we had that disgusting donut and chicken thing from KFC where they took two glazed donuts and had a big chunk of chicken in the middle with, I can't even remember what else, but that was probably the worst thing I've ever eaten. That's one of the, it, and it's not, <laughs> not from a taste perspective. It's just, it's Because I've had way worse stuff. Sure. Like we ate cow shit hot pot. Yeah, We literally course. ate cow shit vomit out of a hot pot. Yeah, we did. So <laughs> the donut... You know what I'll say? Yeah. I would rather eat a bite of that beef out of the cow shahapa than eat another donut chicken oh, me too. sandwich. It was awful. It made me feel so... You know, For if days. you eat too much sugar and yeah. you get that, like, headache, it was that. It yeah. was just so sweet and gross. Yeah. Yeah. But with the colonel's secret recipe chicken in the middle or whatever, no. Deep fried chicken and greasy hot donuts. And we were in the middle of the desert, by the way. It was <laughs> yeah, 100 it was degrees. Really we are, we, yeah, yeah. We've got that episode on uh, ADV China. I just want to say I would rather eat cow vomit, which I have eaten, than yes. that. Yeah, me too, actually. Yeah. It, it feels more healthy. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Milk, uh, striving for perfection, says, Hey, Seamilk, why do you know Finnish? I spent a lot of time in Finland, um, and I absolutely love the country. In fact, if I could move anywhere, if I had to move anywhere, it, that'd be on my top five list for sure. Um, mm. I absolutely love Finland, and I think you would like Finland. Probably, yeah. A lot of outdoor, lot of outdoor automotive culture and stuff That's like cool. that. You know I like I mean? that a lot. Don't you have um, to pay a hell of a lot for beer there? No, it's so cheap. Oh, I'm thinking of elsewhere in that Norway. Area. So Norway, yeah. when I was in Finland, I was like, oh, it's it's normal. I was normal. I should say normal price. Normal price, right? Okay. Get Lucy's. We call them Lucy's. Like if they're not in the, not in like a. It's what you call with cigarettes that aren't. Yeah, you in the can pack. you can call that too for beers. You just buy a couple of Lucy's, mm-hmm. right? And you go drink in the park. You can drink in public there, right? Buy insider. It's great. You great look, beer. You look like such an upstanding citizen when you do that. Everyone's doing it. You know? Know. It's in the middle because it's in the middle of summer. Right. And then the sun's out 24-7. Oh, so everyone's okay. just partying in the park. Everyone's like super having fun. It's great. And it's that's so a, weird. That's a nice vibe. Yeah, like 3 a.m. and the sun's out, right? Yeah. So you You're go not to like Nor- a dude sitting under a tree. No. Paper absolutely bag. Absolutely you know? not. <laughs> yeah. No, everyone else is dr- they're drinking okay. more than I am, right? Right, right. Everyone's having a great time. Because think about it. They're about to go into winter where there's no sun, oh. right? So it's all sad. And everyone's like, <laughs> sure. oh, and it's playing like sad music in the background. Yeah, everyone's <laughs> committing suicide. And committing suicide. Cabin and fever. They're like yeah. aliving themselves in Minecraft. Yeah. yeah. Um, so when I went to Norway, which mm. is not that far away, right? So I go into mm. Sweden, still expensive but not kind of normal price i'm going to norway and i'm a college kid mm-hmm. so i'm like time to go get me and my buddies time to go get some beer we go and pay 36 dollars for a six pack of small beers oh no and you go to a bar like a crap bar nine dollars for a pint of like bad bad wow. beer right 
And so you're wandering around, you get a pitcher of beer at a pizza shop, 30 bucks, you know, like we were like, what's going on? It was wildly different. That's right? when you start to resort to like methylated spirits and, you know, cooking alcohol and stuff. That and that I used to smoke back then, right? Right. So you go by, uh, in, you're in Finland or whatever, it was maybe four or five bucks pack, same as the US at that time. You go into Norway and now this sounds normal, but it was 20 something dollars back back then. Right. So now I don't even know what it sure. is. Right. It's crazy. crazy, crazy stuff. Dwayne in the bathtub. Doesn't China uh, want the business of helping rebuild the Ukraine infrastructure? They need to decide whose side to be on, and they will absolutely try to get involved with that. Sure. Uh, Carla, a few days ago, I had the privilege of telling my Chinese friend in Bangkok about Mao's mangoes, which she had never heard of. Thanks for telling about this random fact. Yeah, Yeah, cool. it's fascinating. It's a good documentary I, about that. I feel like they try to hide that nowadays. Yeah, it's kind of embarrassing. It's incredibly embarrassing. Do you notice that there's like tankies that use that imagery or whatever for their accounts? The, like, the mangoes? Yeah. Oh, no, like I didn't. mango, whatever. Oh, yeah, that's you know right. I mean? That's it, yeah. They use, they use, they're like proud of that or something. Yeah. I don't it's really know weird. why. It's kind of embarrassing. It's very bizarre. Look it's up Mao's good... mangoes, by yeah, the way. definitely. Muslim Cosmetics. That's a very interesting name. Mm -hmm. I didn't know makeup could be religious. I think Super Chats only work if you put 99 behind it. Long time watcher. Interesting. Hmm. I have a random question. Has she ever spoken English in an interview? No. Um, in fact, it's one of the hottest search results is Xi Jinping speaking English because Putin's done it. A lot of most world leaders speak semblance of English. Xi Jinping has never been witnessed in media speaking English. Yeah, well, you know, English is the language which is internationally known. Ryan, mm -hmm. Ryan's thoughts. Yeah, Ryan's thoughts. Yeah, um, if you're going to be dealing on the international world stage, you should know English. Yeah, that's just how it is. For um, now, for now, yeah, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Ten years from now, it might be Chinese. Spanish, Spanish is very useful as well. Yeah. Um, what I will say though is that for everyone that's new here, you should blow them, blow their mind quickly with the Ryan fact. Yeah, well, Xi Jinping's English name is Ryan. <laughs> Just let that yeah, sit down, Ryan. sit with you. Yeah, Ryan Xi. Let that simmer. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Have you planned something special for the next anniversary episode? We have a, a very good idea, actually. Yes. Oh, do you think we can pull that? If it arrives in time. Okay. Yeah. Oh, no, it definitely won't. Oh, it won't? Well, what we'll do, I think I have an idea. Mm. We'll film that as like a celebration episode, and we'll we'll just put it up in a segment of another episode. It's All like right. a very long segment. Okay, sounds good. Do you think so? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. it won't arrive in time. We got something special coming, if it yeah. comes. If it, if it arrives, yeah. So, yeah, we've definitely got something planned, but otherwise it'll be just a, an episode as usual. Yeah. Uh, Nathan87 says, Popeye equals pupa. Changed my mind. Oh, interesting. Because they talk about butterflies. No, nah, satisfied Popeye does not. There's no satisfied pupa. Yeah, they don't really talk. I'm pretty sure it means like you look at something and it pops. You know when you say a color pops? Well, I mean, yeah, it probably means like, because you're talking about nature and it's satisfied like, you know. The popping of the eyes. This reminds me of when I had to try to write those essays, you know, for those cheats that were trying to get their college entrance exams right. cheated into and i would have to read stuff like that and be like what in the actual they, hell they're just using rhyming like, dictionaries and a machine no they just use machine, machine translate yeah. or right click it gave my brain like it hurt my brain really yeah i get stuff. you <laughs> yeah uh, amish bakery is really good here we know mm -hmm. if you're near cutstown pa and if you're in pa you should try some pa dutch restaurants really good donuts oh we know all too well and uh, unfortunately it's not good for us no at all. It's awesome though. Uh, Havik Arnian, Bing Chilling. Uh, nice. Now, let me get to the PayPal ones. Yeah, Thanks. we're going to get to the PayPals um, right now. Yeah. So, let me click show all so we can get in here real quick. Real slow, the way it's going. Okay, where are we here? 
Okay. Right here. Okay. Um, from Arginet, uh, thanks for you. Thanks guys for making great content. Uh, what do you think of the Russian government banning? Some, oh, I'm sorry. You already you actually got your super chat in there, so thank you thank for the you. double donation. Yeah. Uh, hi, Wins Winstall Blower and the Ocean Ghost. <laughs> Why am <laughs> yeah. I See, <young> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was interesting though. That would be a cool band name, Ocean Ghost. Yeah, it would actually. Yeah. yeah. If China, you sing like sea shanties in Chinese or something, it'd be yeah. very neat. Well, well, remember, Dio Wang already did that. Oh, yeah. So, oh, so, yeah. So, you know, it's too late. Uh, if I forgot about Dio Wang. I wonder what she's up to. Yeah, I'll, I'll take a look while yeah, you read the next one. Yeah, can you pull her up? One. Sure. Because I, I haven't seen her pop up on my radar. No. She uh, must have been China, silenced. Yeah. If China is... Probably because we, we have this effect. We make fun of some propagandists and then China takes them down. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Uh, if China is saying the U.S. is making bioweapons, then that's exactly what China is doing right now. You mm. know how this be. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, my gosh. She, all her stuff's gone. Yeah, she's only got two videos. She's got her epic rack battle but, and um, never let go. Is that the Pig Bay one? Yeah, she works for Xinhua, right? Type yeah. in Dear Wang Xinhua. Because yeah, it'll be on their Xinhua thing. Yeah, New China is. TV, yeah. yeah go see. on their videos. And, oh, no, go on their search. Yeah, I'll, I'll find it. I'll find it. White-tailed deer. I'll just type Wang. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of Wangs. No, it's not. Oh, it's deer show. Deer show. I'll just type in show. I just want to see. No. No. Okay, hang on. Yeah, no, her last one. They, they stopped. Hmm. I'm sorry, deer. We have this effect... The Chinese government doesn't like when we make fun of... Let's look at this douche. Propaganda. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind, anyway. We'll get into him at some point. They actually leaned into him. Yeah. He's got his own show now. I almost read that as, a, that as Necropolis, because if you look at the dude... Anyway, yeah. let's continue. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next, Titus Tucker. Have a couple of cold ones. Thank you very much. Mm. Um, I'm sorry. Yes, thank you. I'm so, I will not read your full names unless I think they're not real. Yeah. Uh, Matthew says, as the PLA has built its entire military off russian designs and seeing how terrible the russian army has been embarrassed by ukraine does she realize his army is utter sheet or is he still delusional um no there's been some don't some forget they've also been building their their military off of uh stolen american technology yes like the f-35 and it's less about black hawk helicopter and... yeah but it's less about that it's less about the chinese government being worried about their technology it's more about them worried about how Taiwan's like 10 times harder to invade than Ukraine. Yeah. yeah. And they've seen the global support for Ukraine. They're, even if Taiwan's a margin of that, China cannot afford the bad press. Mm. So you probably won't see an invasion for a while. Yeah. Ryan says, any chance you guys will write an RPG based on the adventures in modern China? Actually did. <laughs> well, you're, you're current. Yeah. Um, I created a little RPG game uh, in that RPG, RPG maker. maker yeah. But I still didn't figure out a way to like export it properly so people can play it. I'm working on it though. I've still it. got it. It's, yeah, it's, it's fun. It's fun. I, it's, I've still got it somewhere. I got to dig it up again. And you know I'll what? Continue. If you if we made an open source thing where people could help out and then we just feed them stories, because mm. it is really hard to make. It's yeah, it's hard, but it's fun. It's fun. Yeah. Uh, Stuart says in regards to bio labs, I don't know how true it is, but I read a while back that these 
there are these were biohazard level two labs which could be things for staph bacteria or hiv rather than biohazard level three or four like the ones in wuhan mm. it's pretty amazing to see the super far right here in america is picking up the china russian propaganda and making justifications for the invasion and i'm very disappointed to see that yeah this well. is the most ridiculous thing they, playing right into our they're hands, just, their hands yeah they're just trying to justify the invasion so oh it didn't work out so what, why can what can we do let's Dude, let's look what can we do i had an uh uh, uh relative yeah right uh reach out to another relative to mm. ask for me to verify stuff because I'm like the media verifier. Right. And she was actually not really asked. She was like stating this as fact. She was like, actually, the hospital bombing didn't happen. It was fact checked. And it was in her media, English media. She's not Russian. No. Right. And they are common. Russia's com Russia and China are commandeering right and left wing propaganda. Of course they or are. Or media and turning it into propaganda. Well, you see how they've been blocked in many uh, mainstream sites. They're you know they're going on to all this rumble and oh i mean yeah they've been doing that for a long time but they're really doubling down now yeah. and they're paying people to do it that's right? the thing all these compromised influencers it sucks mm. uh noah says thank you so much for the coverage of china opened my eyes to everything now i'm one uh, always questioning whatever china up questioning whatever china uploads mm. i'm a student just 20 i want to travel around the world i'll start by traveling by motorcycle i have an old bmw bike and i'll be living off of it that sounds awesome a bmw is not a motorcycle. Oh, BMW. I thought it was BMX. Sorry. Oh, okay. yeah, of course, a BMW is a motorbike. That's awesome. An old BMW is great. Any advice about living on a bike and sleeping under the stars? May I ask if you've looked into the new federal state of China? Uh, don't, don't worry about that part. But the motorcycle part's awesome. Yeah. I mean, look, if you're going to be traveling by bike, you have to get saddlebags or, you know, whatever you call those things. What do you call them if it's not a saddlebag? If it's actually the hard plastic one? What do you call that again? Or the hard? Panniers. Panniers, yeah. I Panniers. hated that word. Yeah. Make sure they're watertight. Yeah. Super yes. important that it's watertight. You've got to have like fresh clothes and stuff. Have a very comfortable camping situation. Yeah. So have a good sleeping bag and good a kind tent. of a roll up mattress in a yes. tent. Oh, definitely always, always prioritize having something to sleep on, not just sleeping bag on the ground. Your yeah. back will thank you later. Yeah. And, you know, you work it out, you fit everything oh, in man. the panniers and you roll up things on the mm -hmm. back, but just make sure you've got all that crap with you. Take some, some rudimentary tools and spare parts that you think you might need. And you know what else? Yeah, that's that's very important. Definitely rudimentary tools yeah. and stuff. Um, water filtration, mm. just in case. And then number two, the most probably the most important thing before you leave is practice your setup and then deconstruction. So make sure that you can get things going and don't start slacking off and say, oh, I'll just throw this here, I'll just throw this here, because things yeah. will get out of whack. Well, another thing is um, make sure if you're taking tools with you, don't carry them in a backpack, yeah. because if you have an accident, oh, those yeah, things can good. actually impale you. Yeah, and it well, hurts your back too. Yeah. Uh, also practice lifting your bike and you know so yes. basically take your bike and gently put it down on the ground make sure you yourself can lift it up mm. if it's too heavy for you to lift up that's a disaster because if you're out in the middle of nowhere and you crash or fall over it's not good you won't be able to lift the bike up so just make sure that, that you're comfortable with that yeah that's good yeah. advice mm. uh odin says ball sack oh good <laughs> Uh, Stuart says, according to the BBC, the United States opened these labs in Ukraine in the 90s to try to contain uh, bioweapons and pathogens left behind by Russia after the fall of the USSR. Pretty ironic. That is pretty ironic. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it ironic? Alanis Morissette, you a fan? We've already had this. Good. Yeah, no, when I was, when I was young, I mean, that was the first CD I actually bought. I was just debating with my sister because she hates her. And I, I actually kind of, I think I, I really great. liked yeah. Alanis Morissette back in the day. Yeah. Then about now. I mean, I don't know what she's saying. Feel there's about. more teen angst kind of a thing. Angst, really? Well, I mean, like, what, what, uh, what age? When did she 
come out again? 96? She was adult contemporary. 95, 97? We talking about 95-ish, yeah. Yeah, so I was 15. So, you know, it was like that time of my life, I guess, so I quite liked her, but I also was, was listening to Smashing Pumpkins. And, so was I, but I was 10. Okay. You know, so there's no angst in me. Sure. I was just happy. Yeah, because she's she, she was edgy, remember? She swore in some of her Yeah, songs. but I didn't really know what that was. I just thought it was like, you know, yeah. good tunes. I guess. I, guess, I didn't yeah. know what edgy was. How the heck am I know edgy? I'm 10. I don't know. Just a young boy Get some climbing ten, trees. Edgy 10-year-olds, you know? Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> Maybe nowadays. Yeah. It's kids these days, am I right? Sure. <laughs> Uh, Lewis says, listening to your podcast as my accounting class is going, love your videos and hello from Guam. Wow, that's Excellent. fascinating. Guam, that's a very, uh, very far away land. Um, actually you know what, I almost went there. You know what it's very popular for is birth tourism. Yeah. I actually almost went there because, not because of that, okay. but because my wife didn't need a visa to go there. Oh. Is a Chinese person. Really? Well, actually that was Saipan, but it's right next to Guam. Okay. But yeah, we were looking at that area because I was like, she could go to an American territory. We can hang out. But she wouldn't need a visa to go there. Not for birth. Yeah. You could do that anywhere. Yeah, I mean, that's unnecessary. You're American. But yeah, yeah it's, there's a big industry there So because it's closer to China for people to fly out there. Yeah. Uh, this guy, Lewis, he says, I lived in China for eight years and I'm currently a member of the U.S. Army. Thank you for your service. Yeah. Uh, I thank you guys for revealing and talking about the ridiculousness of the CCP government and refusal of responsibility for COVID. And yeah. have a great time in Guam. Yeah. It should be fun. Sounds awesome out there. Military drills. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Adam, the Under Security Secretary of State of the U.S. admitted that there were biological labs. Look it up; it's easy to find. Yeah, we, yeah, we have said, said that. that. It's not about the fact that they they don't exist. It's the fact that they're not the reason for the invasion, and they're not there producing anthrax and other biological agents to attack Russia with. That's the whole point. We're not training migratory birds to spread these pathogens around. Are you sure? Pretty sure. You, sh- you tell me that parakeet that has a parcel and a- of a vial on its leg? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously, that's the whole point. Again, it's not a denial of the fact that there are biolabs in Ukraine, but, you know, they've been there forever. It's not something that's just being put up there right now as a threat to Russia. You know, that's the thing. And it's not necessarily biological weapons. No, and that that's the, the irritating thing is people are treating it as if, Projection. oh, it's just all of a sudden, look, boom. America's just put in these specialists in these biological labs to attack Russia, and that's why we had to invade. Bro, can I ask the audience for something? Sure. You know how we talk about projection all the time? Yeah. Can we get one of the wolf warriors, like Zhao Li Jian, mm-hmm. in the same art style as Phoenix, right? And he says, <laughs> projection! Every time that happens, we'll put it on the soundbite. <laughs> that's a great idea. We, it's always happening. Yes. Projection! Yeah, that's I appeal a great idea. to anyone out there, can you please animate something like that? It's yeah. just a still image that will move, obviously. Yeah, right? I mean, even if it's just a still image, I can make it move and everything. Yeah, yeah, we could edit it. Yeah, yeah. Some, can someone make the image? That'd be amazing. Please. Yeah, that'd be so good. Yeah, we can do the edit. Yeah. Um... Victor says, off-topic question, have you guys watched NHK? That's uh, Japan's state television, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in the 80s documentary series called The Silk Road. I learned so much about Western China watching that, but I'm sh- it's surely now a lost world. My favorite episode is the Mogao Caves near Dunhuang. I actually read a lot of books about that back then. Yeah, you know, a lot of that's the the stuff still survives in China. Unfortunately, you know, during the Cultural Revolution and the Great Leap Backwards, a lot of China's history was destroyed, outright destroyed. Yeah. Um, and purposefully destroyed. Mao didn't want any of the, the, the past there to haunt him. He wanted a new China. Yeah. He even tried to get rid of the Chinese language, for goodness sake, the, you know, the writing. He wanted it to become just the Roman alphabet. It was actually right. the Soviets that talked him out of it, believe it or not. But um, some of the stuff is still there, and you can still see it to this day, which is good. Yeah. 
Um, Nicholas says, is there any way to access Chinese social media from the West? I think it would give me a great insight into what life is like for the average Chinese person. I'm not even that interested in seeing politics. Just memes and trends. It would definitely help my Mandarin studies. Anyway, keep up the great work. It's kind of tough these days, to be honest. Get a Chinese SIM card. Order one online. Yeah. Because in order to verify for the the websites like Weibo, um, a lot of the time you need a Chinese ID. um, And then you still need a Chinese phone number to verify. It's kind of a thing. But you can work around it. It's just a bit difficult. Uh, David says, Oh, sorry, guys. It was me who was doing the request. I didn't know. I was doing and sending a question uh, <laughs> okay. hopefully next week, but I've rented all three of your documentaries to watch over the weekend if that helps. Have oh, oh don't worry, David. It was just funny because I was scrolling through. I was yeah. like, who's trying to get money from us? By the way, uh, uh, I really hope you enjoy the documentaries. Yeah, you're please let it. us know next week what you think. Yeah. Have five more. I'm stupid with the internet and didn't know what I was doing because <laughs> Super Chat was done. You guys are great and seemed happy in your time in China. I can't wait to watch your journey. So have a great Thank day. you. Thanks, David. And those no are, you know, those documentaries are literally the best window you can get into China from our perspective anyway. Mm. Because we tried our absolute best to show the the best, real, raw China, you know, the, the good parts. And no one told Des- us where to go and what to do. And despite them trying to stop us being positive, we we muscled on through, you know what I mean? Yep. So you get to see the best parts of China. So, yeah. Anyway. Uh, this is an interesting question from Douglas. He mm-hmm. says, Hi, C-Milk Winston. Do you think if Shamatu fashion and music blew up in the West like K-pop did, impossible by yeah, the yeah, way yeah. there is nothing to speak of yes it's like noise yeah. like russian techno from the 90s but oh, yeah. bad it's very very bad uh did that do you think chinese society would pretend like they liked shamata the whole time oh, yeah yes. they absolutely would if the, in this hypothetical fantasy of course yeah of course. of course they would they'd be like shamata for life xi jinping would be like rocking out with like the dude this just reminded hair. me remember there was that um uh that whole thing who was it so somewhere in America, someone started to make Jianbing, remember? You know Jianbing. Yeah. Obviously, you know yes. Jianbing. <laughs> Jianbing is a Chinese pancake, but it's savory with onions. It's, it's absolutely yeah, it's delicious. Great. It's great. So she started to make Jianbing, or, of Jianbing. And remember the outrage from the Chinese netizens. They're stealing our culture. They're stealing our, our his, because like, history. Because someone wanted to make Jianbing because she lived in Beijing or something. Yeah. And they, there was this outrage, and I was thinking, hmm, hang on a second, but what about this burger joint right here? And what about this guy over here selling hot dogs? And what about right. what about those jeans you're wearing over right. there? What's this nonsense all about? It's right. so selective. Let's share. Yeah, it's so selective. It's like, you, how dare you steal our culture? And I was thinking, hang on a second here. Who's who's good at IP theft? Who's good at actually, like, you know, I'm just <laughs> like, government. what is this ridiculous amount of double standards? But I just... That stood out in my mind. That was quite a few years ago, but you remember yeah, that whole stink? Yeah, I do. I do. That it was, was the like, whole thing. Because someone got really popular making uh, in in the States, and man, did the, the Chinese netizens not like that. Well, because it was sanctioned by the government to say, hey, they're stealing our stuff. Yeah, and it's like, uh, hang on, guys. <laughs> Cornelius says, are iPhones actually safe because made in China and stuff? Yeah, greetings from Germany. Yeah. They're fairly safe, um, and I've had dealings with um, Foxconn. I actually trained some Foxconn staff, not on campus, off campus but they told me how tight the security was to get in there and i knew a guy who had to go like an, an actual engineer guy who had to go and work in the foxconn campus and they wouldn't allow him to wear his jeans i've told the story before but like mm. you know you know you get those metal studs in jeans mm. so he went through the metal detector and it was like beep 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 because you're not allowed to take anything mm. onto the campus no thumb drives no computers absolutely nothing because they worried about you know sort of ip theft and so on so his jeans had that beep beep crap going on. 
they wouldn't let him take his jeans in. Nope. Even though he was like, look, it's literally just those metal buttons. They're like, nope. So he had to go into the campus in his boxer shorts, sit down at his desk in his boxer shorts and work there for the, like the whole weekend Sounds with no pants. It's comfortable. Yeah, well, psh, I mean, it's embarrassing. Yeah, but it's comfortable. I wonder if he, imagine he was wearing, um, you know, what are the Australians call them? Budgie smugglers? I hate that. Yeah, I hate that. But you know what I mean? What if we, he was wearing... We banned, we banned Australian slang <laughs> yeah, on this show. True. Um, what do you call those? Like uh, normal tidy whiteies or whatever? Yeah, whatever? Imagine he was wearing those. That'd be briefs. even worse. Briefs. briefs. Is yeah. it called a brief? Yeah, Why? Why is it called a brief? Because oh, they're brief. They're not long. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I doubt that's the reason. <laughs> Look but, it up. Okay. Whatever. Long uh, John's. Uh, anyway, the, that's... <laughs> I'm just saying that Foxconn, which are the people who make the iPhones, actually... Right. It's a Taiwanese company, and they take security very seriously. So much so that they put nets around their factories. They don't want people to unalive themselves in Minecraft. That's right. Right. Next, um, Kyle says, what are the odds that Russia will get its very own 50-copic army, lol? They already have it. Whoa, dude, who do you think taught China what to do? Yeah, yeah. Russia is the OG, my friend. Yeah. Uh, Tomo says, greetings from a city near Amsterdam. Thank you. Thank you very much. Very beautiful place you live in. Mm-hmm. Uh, James, can't we just let Ukraine take uh, take over Russia and let this war end? That would be great. It would be great. No, but seriously, that's jokes aside. All jokes aside, this whole idea that we should just stand back and not say anything and just let Russia steamroll Ukraine, because that's pretty much what the far left and the far right seem to be saying, and of course China is saying and Russia is saying. It's it's. A, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Why? Why would anyone think that that's okay? Alexander says, hey guys, I need to voice some critique. Mm. Number one, update all your YouTube channel and other online profiles and put all links to all your channels. That is a good idea. You're, you're right. Number two, comment. What's up with your online presence? You need an ADV podcast account on Twitter or Facebook or wherever people are. You're absolutely correct. Mm. Number three, sell merch and promote it. Anyway, thanks for your great work. Thank you. Now the issue with great. Alexander is we absolutely agree with you. The problem is we have no one helping us doing this. No. Stuff, and we are so overwhelmed with what we already have. What you see here is what runs all this stuff. Yes. Um, so thank you for your idea. And hopefully we can get. No, but you're absolutely out. right. You're we should get our, right our heads out of our asses and actually just sit down and try to sort things out. I mean, I know there's a lot of stuff like our description still says that the podcast on Thursday. Yeah. No, I think I updated that. Did you update I'm that? I'm pretty sure. Oh, well, that's you see, that's news to me. Yeah. Uh, I do my best. I really do my best, but we have so much on our plate. Yeah, we have too much. So we, we do like uh, delegate. You do this, I do that yeah. type thing. But, you know. Jose and says, try Palmer's Diner near Shamokin, Pennsylvania. Uh, best breakfast. In I PA. love diners. Yeah, I'll definitely put that on our list of diners. That one's a little local, a little frequent. Yeah, yeah. I love diners. I They're like awesome. diners too. I like Greek diners the best because I like Greek food. Okay. I like uh, American diners best. Yeah, they're the same thing too. Are they? Yeah. Do Greek people make like hash browns and yeah. and fried eggs yeah. i guess so yeah. i always thought they made salads and you can get you know, both that's what a diner is most diners balsamic are. vinegar yeah you've noticed that the diners on the east coast are greek yeah but they're they have american food too i like those 50 style diners you know real yeah, cheesy both like yeah. a pink cadillac outside or whatever sure sure that's my vibe i like to get gyros sorry heroes things like that yeah heroes that's the thing though you know it's always like some thick ass strawberry milkshake that you cannot suck through a straw Mm. you kind of have to eat with a spoon I'm trying to lay down lay low on those yeah I know 
that's like it's a tree obesity though it's a tree it's a tree if you treat it as a tree it's fine overly like friendly waitress coming and pouring swill coffee in the, your mug the issue i have with my own nation mm. and it's something i fall victim to is this idea that you deserve a treat all the time yeah and it's just not good you you fall in prey to this too. oh totally all the time there's so much selection and choice especially with food and nourishment that it's not a treat anymore yeah right like in china if you got something good it's a treat right it is. It is. but here it's not a treat you always deserve something else right it's not good for your body of course <laughs> well i mean that's how this whole place runs doesn't it everyone deserves a nice runs on nice dice, car you know? and yeah, yeah exactly that's true everyone deserves to get a good yeah, job I don't like everyone deserves some... i don't like that at all that's why credit card companies do so well man yeah that's something i but i've never lived above my means so dude like i'm a i'm a freaking foreigner and i've got so many like banks reaching out to me like hey would yeah. you like this special credit card right we'll give you this you and that i'm like get out of here yeah. special notice you know action required open I this up that. and you, the fake mail yeah, and you open it up and it's like you can get one percent apr <laughs> or like cable companies realize that they're literally dying yeah right? you got just, that too the other just day didn't you go away <laughs> can you just go away cable companies yeah. you don't need to exist anymore actionable right? content it says, like, inside. actionable contents aside please open last notice yeah red stamp yeah, like, yeah dude what the hell yeah so if i got this in china i'm like oh my yeah. god i open it up and i'm like dude yeah. spectrum or at&t if you uh with a cox internet yeah. if you reach out one more time with a fake thing yeah i don't even know what i'm liable to do i'm just gonna it's just ridiculous you open it up you can say 14 percent on cable tv or whatever it's like dude please i'm gonna change <laughs> to the next cable company that doesn't harass me if you send me more you know they stuff. call you they call you and they're like have you heard about our you know yes our, our cable packages and i'm so like dude i'm on a no call list no i just tell them i don't have a tv in my house and they're like but then how do you watch your stuff i said i don't and they're like, but and I say, I've got internet, but you know, I only use it to listen to music because I don't have a, uh, a computer even. I have every <laughs> streaming service, like all of mm. anything you can think of, I have, yeah. right? Mm. It waste a ton of money on that. And that being said, when they call me and offer me all these things, I'm like, I literally have every one of those things that you've already said, right? So they're like, but, if, but it's different. Like, I'm like, no, I have YouTube TV. No, sure. I have this. No, I have this. Well, how do you launch your local news? I have YouTube. To everything that you are offering, I have already. Whenever they ask me that question, I just say I don't. I don't. I yeah. Don't. How do you watch oh, it? I, say, I, don't. I don't. I don't. I yeah. don't do that. Yeah. It's like I don't want to know what's going. Then no. they can't handle it. They're <laughs> like, but what about this? I'm like, nope. <laughs> I heard you. You're like, yeah. I don't want to know what's. Remember yeah. that one guy who was like very belligerent. He's like, how do you? You need to know what's happening. And yeah. You're like, I don't. I do not <laughs> want to know what's exactly. happening. Yeah, it's kind of hilarious. Anyway, <laughs> I'm gonna start like how to make people in China go away when they ask too many personal questions and it's just strangers, right? Yeah. And I used to tell them I was a, Th a Thailand astronaut, you know. And they start <laughs> doing that with like the cable companies that call and be like, I'm some like rare religion that like yeah. if you talk, if you offer this temptation to me again, I'll like self combust or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm so tired. I mean, I feel sorry for people that have to cold call. Yeah, it sucks. It's a horrible job. Don't take it's, that job. It's though. terrible. But you know you. You have to learn some cues. I get that if they just listen to proper social etiquette and cues, they'd never make a sale, though, would That's they? That's true. Because they'd just be like, "You're 100 percent correct." Nope. No, sorry, sorry, yeah, yeah, sorry for bothering you. Ever. Yeah. Um, from Mr. A B, uh, what do you think is a good counter argument to people likening the Russia-Ukraine conflict to Chinese installing military bases in Canada? Well, I don't see any relation to that, and China is not installing military bases in Canada. They did train police there and stuff. It's, remember. 
has yeah, nothing have... to do with a military installation. No, it's got yeah. But they they were like doing military training there, but it was kind of private stuff. Like yeah, private. and it was no, and the, the Vancouver. I, I looked into this. Mm-hmm. The whole Vancouver Island thing, where the PLA showed up on our shores and stuff. It was a LARPing group. Yeah. It was a LARPing group. It was like a Chinese military fan club. Basically. Yep, that's what I was saying. Yeah, it was like yeah. a private thing. That is not the Chinese military. The fake news went rampant on that, I know. dude. That was I still not think good. it was kind of dumb to do that. Oh, it's wicked dumb, but it's Imagine not... in China, we got together with everyone. We're like, let's dress up like U.S. soldiers sure. and go march. And oh, it's super dumb. Carry the flag and pretend as if we're doing a drills here in the middle of Beijing or something. It's super dumb. It's just not a national security threat. No. Like, to that extent. Uh, Stuart says, one more Chapadoa Super Chat. Have a good weekend, fellas. Thank you so much. That's a good way of saying the PayPal thing is Chapadoa Super Chat. We appreciate... We actually get all the money from that, though, on like Super Chats, which is... But guys, seriously, we appreciate you helping us out in this moment of need when Super Chats have not worked. Yes. Thank you. Uh, Where were we? PR35, America Uncensored. Is that like China Uncensored? America Uncensored talk about WEF. Have you guys looked into the Great Reset? Serious questions. Isn't propaganda from any nation bad? Oh, man. Why? I don't want to know about that stuff. Yeah. Just because it's all... Look, here's the thing. Conspiracy theories exist. Okay? Yeah. And conspiracies... Sure, you get conspiracies everywhere. But for, for goodness sake, let's just focus on things that we can actually Proof. like talk about and actually know about. Don't just go along with anything. Contrails in the sky are dropping chemicals on your head. There's radio in your cereal, radio chips or something. None of this nonsense. The Great Reset, stop. Okay? Don't ask. I'm not a Great Reset expert, okay? I'm not. So you can't ask us about it because we don't know. Yeah. Not saying that there isn't such a thing, okay? But I'm not saying that there is such a thing. You're being very diplomatic right now. Yeah, I am. Here's the thing. What we can talk about are our real-life experiences, and that's why you can trust us to be a, a proper authority on what goes on in China with the Chinese yes. government. It's because we understand it. Right. We don't commentate on things we don't understand. No, we're not going to be like, oh, this you know, secret that's, cabal to be Illuminati. Fair, that's exactly why we're not live-streaming every day talking about the Ukraine invasion, because we don't fully understand if you're only talking about the Russia and Ukraine side we only understand the stuff that we've researched mm-hmm. right and the reason we're talking about the Chinese aspect is because China is a huge part of that we do understand that yes. which has caused us secondhand to understand a lot of the conflict sure. but we're not we're not headline chasers dudes like just understand that we're not going to follow that kind of stuff and, and when you talk about conspiracy theory stuff I know that it's dangerous to label anyone cons- conspiracy theorists. I was labeled that for just even asking about COVID origins. Sure. I get that. I understand that that's a dangerous there label. There is truth to a lot of things. There's but... truth to a lot of things, but we do stay grounded in reality. So you have to understand, just because we talk about, or maybe it's kind of taboo to call out another country's government for some reason, does not put us in the same camp as someone that's talking about the Great Reset. Sure. Does that make sense? Yeah. We're not, that's not our thing. There are no that's lizard people, do. you know, there's... Yeah. X-Files. The great reset of a flat earth. <laughs> yeah, it's like... With the X-Files lizard people. Yeah. Right, in contrast. Let's just focus on reality and what we can see in front of our face. And all these Illuminati people pulling the strings behind the military-industrial complex thing, you know, imperialist, this and that, it's there. Deal with Why it don't your you own talk time. about the great reset? It's openly talked about because it's We're not, not experts. That's not what we our channel's about. I reset my computer. It was I called that it the was great, great. It was a great. <laughs> it fixed everything. <laughs> Dude. The other I actually mm-hmm. this is relevant. Okay. Um kind of. I just right. want to brag about this a little bit, but I I beat Tomb Raider 1. Nice. Uh, with no strategy guide and no cheats. That's fantastic. And we've been going through we're we're 
yeah. classic gamers. Sure. Um, playing original games on original hardware without cheating. Yes. That's what we've been doing. And I beat it, and I'm just proud of myself. But when I reset my computer after that to load up Tomb Raider 2, because I'm doing them all in order, it was a great reset. Because I felt great. <laughs> sure. I had beaten it, you know? Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, Mihak Robin, thank you very much. Yeah, we can talk about the Great Leap Forward, a Great Leap Backwards. That's something I understand. Now, that was a kind of a reset, wasn't it? An attempt. Well, well, was it great, was yeah. it? No, it was terrible. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Terrifying reset. Yeah. Bad reset. Yeah. Evil reset. Uh, what? When can we expect your new worthless woods to show off your Amish woodworking restoration? Nice, nice. You know, it's the problem. Like, it's tough to go film anything car related when it's snowing all yeah, the time. Yeah, sucks. Dude, the turkeys are wild. They Dude. are wild because we don't hunt. Yeah. They're literally all over our property. Like, like to the 30 point, of them. Oh, probably over 30. And Just in that one, in one area. Yes. But the problem is we're surrounded by people that hunt. Mm. So what's happened is because we don't hunt. It's mm. not that we're morally against it. I just haven't picked it up yet. Yeah. They're, all the deer are using our property as a sanctuary. They ate all my damn trees. They're gone. They're yeah. all gone. Yeah. So there's literally deer wandering around and we can't do anything about it. Like we can't shoot it, shoot them, right? Because we don't have tags. Shout at them, they run away. Whatever the hell you're yeah. supposed to have. Yeah. Yeah, you can shout at them and make noise and stuff, but they love it because there's gunshots from the neighbors like hunting or whatever, and they all just flock to this area. They're slurping up everything around. The turkeys are co-inhabiting. Yeah, well, my kid loves loves to see Bambies all true. the time. So. That's very true. Yeah. Just don't get ticks. Yeah. Uh, Marie Strip Matter. China also has no real veterans battle experience. Yeah, they don't actually. Aquil, Mario Maria Zakharova. The sewer drain of the Russian Foreign Ministry, as the Finnish mainstream media nice. says. That's, that's good. You know, China do, do, do have some veterans from the Sino-Vietnam conflict in 79. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, they do. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. just like you have Vietnam vets here, they're about the same age. Mm-hmm. Mm. Muslim Cosmetics is the actual name of my skincare company. And oh. yes, it's halal skincare. Well, you just you just uh, now that makes total sense. That makes so so much sense. Um, that's very interesting. China often flies. In, I guess certain products that's, would be. That's oh, a that good niche. Sense. That actually makes a ton of sense, though. If you think about it, like a lot of it's animal oils. Mm. So if you had like like oil from a pig or a seal or something that's haram, then you wouldn't be able to put it on your skin, right? That's very true. It's like I'm, vegan leather and stuff like that exists. You also couldn't test, but can you test it on animals? That's also probably a thing that's bad, right? Because I know... But is it? I mean, but it's not made out of animal products. No, but to animal testing, like I think some... Definitely like uh, animal rights advocates are definitely against it. But also, mm. oh, do you know what? I knew a girl who was an animal tester. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. It's really messed up. I just, up. when I was in high school, like all, all the girls in my class, they, they would always like show those pictures of rabbits yeah, yeah, with like yeah. eyes and, you know, like I all knew, this. I knew a girl that did that. <laughs> she probably didn't tell everyone about it, though. She told me pretty yeah. early on. Okay. All right. <laughs> anyway, um, she was actually in Taiwan. Oh, okay. Taiwanese girl. Okay. Uh, China often flies into Taiwanese airspace. How come they don't shoot them down? Can't they legally shoot them? Yes, they can. And then China will immediately invade. Yeah, that's the thing. China wants them to attack because it gives them an excuse. Provocation. Yeah. Uh, Chinese ox. Mm. I thought the title was asking me to stop. (laughs) 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 I will never stop doing what I love. Extortion, kidnapping, and keeping my Fulfill MP7 locked and loaded. We'll live in the fear. Yes, and you will be living in the fear. Yes. Uh, if Chinese ox shows up. Mm-hmm. Ghost Wolf declassified. Do you think that China, Russia, Belarus, China, North Korea, and po- possibly Iran may sign a military treaty similar to the Soviet Warsaw Pact? 
Yes, but I don't know how successful that would be, if that yeah. makes sense. Um, I don't see... A lot of those countries wouldn't come to anyone's aid officially. Mm. Not like a NATO. Sure. Um, but you never know. I mean, we're living in interesting times. Sure. So. Any, anything is possible. Yeah. I don't think anyone's going to be signing anything with North Korea, though. At the end of the day, what we're trying to avoid here is World War Three. Yeah. And what we need is we need Russia to fuck off out of the ukraine back to russia yeah is what we need and we Correct. don't need petty dictators being propped up by by you know authoritarian regimes like china and okay. funded and putin would not be able to move forward if it wasn't for all this backup he's been getting no he would have given up that, though yeah so um matter here to me being a friend of the channel really appreciate you guys uh, Maurizio, you'll always be a friend of the channel your insight is indispensable thank you ghost wolf declassified taiwan is a country glory to ukraine we agree. Yep. Cyan Rot uh, Gibbon says nerd laugh. Search address Russian embassy Dublin. Okay. okay. I'll do that. We're doing it live. Let's do it live. Um, Orwell. Orwell wrote. Well, let's not read the whole thing. So it's not like. What? Why is this funny? Why Russian embassy? Oh, Orwell. Yeah. George you know Orwell. George Orwell. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Orwell that Road. Yeah. That's good stuff, Cyan Gibbons. Mm -hmm. uh, boycott China. Hey, I remember when you said the national elections don't matter. What? What are you talking about? Anyway. Not true. Shay Rock Shisha Shisha. Always play videos uh, with during work with your friends. You guys standing for the truth gives me faith in humanity. By the way, it's Rock Shay Rock Shishi. Shay. I'm sorry. I don't know. Didn't know how to pronounce that. I I pronouncing it in uh, Chinese. Love from Hawaii. Hawaii Aloha. GC, Taiwan. Aloha. Uh, YGZ Taiwan, another mm. friend of the channel. Mm -hmm. I see China Fact Chaser gets more views than Jio's channel. Great new channel, by the way. Oh, I mean, that's, that's not a comparison I was expecting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, well, that's interesting. Yeah, it is. yeah I'm, I'm glad you like the China Fact Chasers. In fact, um, we're very excited about it because it gives, it gives us a chance to put daily content out. And um, it really is going to be a big help moving forward for what we do yeah so hope hope everyone's gone and subscribed thank you ygz yeah uh, thank well, you he has a, a channel in taiwan yeah he makes taiwan videos yeah ygz taiwan he's a good guy yeah you should check him out if you want to know about uh what's going on in taiwan oh and he talks about the about what the chilios oh yeah and never mind the fact that he lived in china for yeah quite a number of years just like us and he also had a chinese wife and everything so he knows what he's talking about Kill us all, baby. Seven point now. Glad to check you guys are still live. You guys stay awesome. Thank, Thank you. you. Gunfox sixty one. You should try deer meat mixed with ham and hamburgers and make out of them. Hmm. Deer meat. So venison mixed with ham. Sure. To make hamburgers. Why, Why not? not mix it with beef? I don't know. That's what he's saying. We should try that. We like venison. Yeah. So. Uh, appreciate you're not experts on WEF. What is WEF? I don't even know. What is that? No. Sounds I like don't. an acronym. I'm not even playing taking the piss. I actually don't. I, I don't know. I don't know. Any plans on videos on elite capture in the U.S.? Check out the book Red Handed, the relation with Jiang Zemin, Mayor in Shanghai, and Diane Feinstein. <laughs> World Economic Forum? Oh. Yes, that was bad. I watched that. Uh, they had Xi Jinping on as a guest or something. Okay. Uh, I believe that was it. What, what is what but is this? It was this? bad. It was bad news bears. What is this? Uh, let me just make sure it was that one. There was this thing really. Oh no, that was Davos. That was Davos. 
because they said our full solidarity is with Ukraine's people and all those who are suffering innocently from this total, uh, totally unacceptable war. I mean, which sounds like a good stance. I mean, we all say that though, right? Even though well, we, but we, we are, mean it. We, I'm saying, but some big <laughs> conglomeration. You don't know. You don't know. Right? How do you know this is a big conglomeration? From Klaus Schwab. Mm-hmm. Oh, people keep reaching out to me about him and about that. Okay, we'll we'll look into it. We'll look into it. It's a lobbying organization based Ugh. in Switzerland. We love lobbying. Uh, no, we're not meaning to say that it's good. We just no. don't know anything. We don't know about anything it. about it, and we can't speak about things we don't know about. So, uh, you're about to head down a rabbit hole. Okay. Okay. Well, maybe or maybe not, because we might also just ignore it and drink beer instead. Or we can face it head on. Because yeah. We, we need to figure it out. Maybe it's a good thing. Yeah, we'll look. We'll, we'll look into out. it. It's just when people start throwing around all this like great reset things and that, and the next thing, it's like, oh, come on, guys, you know. Then you you normally just going down the wrong rabbit hole. Okay, so the WEF meets in Davos. That's right. Yeah. Well, they had Xi Jinping on as their like guest of honor. So okay. So that's not great. Well, if if anything that starts with world, um, if you look at like World Health Organization world this that and the next thing they're all under china's thumb anyway yeah a lot these of days them. yeah mm-hmm. yeah well we'll look into it that yeah we'll look scared, into it though. Mm-hmm. Uh, next hmm. pete yeah. tran says an allegedly leaked fsb brief said that china was considering a taiwan invasion in autumn and are now having second thoughts i am skeptical about that that is not being that has not been verified sure i looked into it could not find any sort of mm-hmm. uh, thing but i mean it's it would surprise me, but I can't verify it. So. Honestly, the way things have gone with Ukraine and Russia has definitely put an invasion of Taiwan off the table for now. Right. You can you can tell. The the way if you look at the original messaging that was coming out of the from the populace of China, when everyone was saying, This is great, Putin must destroy Ukraine and completely wipe it out, and then we can take Taiwan, because it'll show us that we can do it. That was the initial thing. And if Putin had swiftly taken Ukraine there definitely would have been a massive incentive for China to sure. invade Taiwan. But because he didn't, now everyone's like, eh, you know, maybe it won't be that easy. True. Dragon's Four Child says, thank you for staying on topic. I was raised in a cult and watched many anti-cult activists and some get sidetracked independent if it's true. Yes. Good point. PR35, appreciate your open mind. Keep up the good work. All right, guys. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for watching. You should. We didn't get any more on PayPal. Just have a double check before... Um, you know, before we close off. <clears throat> Guys, no, we're good. sometimes we get sidetracked on what we're talking about, of course, but at the end of the day, the message that we try to put out there is that we have to be aware and we have to hold uh, governments like the Chinese government responsible for the bad deeds that they do. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, we're living in a world that's so muddled up in their own problems that people fail to see a very big and dangerous entity, the CCP, and what they're capable of doing and what they are actually doing, Mm -hmm. especially due to the language barrier and the cultural barrier and the technological barrier too. So what we want here on this show is we want peace at the end of the day. We want a peaceful resolution to this uh, conflict in Ukraine. I'm sure everybody does, who's at least a humanitarian. We want peace for Russia, we want peace for Ukraine, and we want peace for the world. There's no place right now for people to be invading and killing and murdering and uh, civilians and so on. It's just not correct. doesn't matter who does it, if it's the USA, Russia, China, anyone. shouldn't be done. So our job here that we see anyway is to shine a light 
on the things you don't see coming out of China to help people understand what's happening in China and the motivations behind why the Chinese government would do such things and, and constantly hide what they're truly doing. So we hope anyway that we've uh, shed a little bit of light on for all of you guys, you know, and thank you for being a part of this, of course. Yeah. We got anything there? Um, oh, you can mix it with beef as well. What? The venison. Oh, okay. And the cosmetics? Get sort of the gaminess. Um, Haram skincare. Anything that uses pork, carnivore or carnivore oils. No animal testing, but also no hidden ingredients. It must be sourced, not sourced from slave labor. Play sandwich Biden soundbite. Sandwich Biden. Thank you for teaching us about uh, Muslim cosmetics. Yeah, that's right. something I didn't really. I, I thought it'd be a lot of eyeliner. Why? Because you know you have to wear a hijab. You don't have to. Well, it depends. Because like sure. that's that makes sense. Yeah. Like, yeah. like over specialize and focus just like dunkin donuts you focus on one thing and you make it good right i wouldn't say dunkin donuts has succeeded at that <laughs> okay, at all okay, okay. well according to their sales they have right? oh yeah america runs on dunkin anyway anyway guys thank you again for joining us we absolutely love having you here and peace to everybody out there and we can't wait to see you in the next one so until then uh yeah stay awesome i'll count down this time okay. see if i get it right five four three two